Welcome to episode 42, 42 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And this episode's a little different. Um, I know I said that we're focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, but that's not what we're doing this episode. But before we get to that, I need to introduce my lovely co-host, Patricia. Hey guys, what's up? This is Trish. I'm the one getting a tan on the beach. <laughs> and that that is what you've been doing the last week yes and also getting a ginormous bruise on my shoulder from carrying a portable shrine i saw i saw your pictures on facebook yeah it was really was, cool who was taking the photos was that your husband my husband and surprisingly a few of them were my son really yeah they all looked really good i know we're thinking of entering um some of his photos in a contest i guess it runs in the family (laughs) (laughs) everyone everyone's a photographer right so yeah but um chris you are somewhere actually much more exciting so well you're you were down in okinawa that's exciting it's pretty exciting i but it's pretty relaxing it's pretty relaxing i think there's like a difference uh you should, should we say right now where you were well, everyone that's going to be listening knows where I was because half of you that are listening saw me there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that Which is, is so awesome. Cool. Which is so awesome, by the way. But for those of you that haven't figured it out by by the title of the podcast or the, the title of this episode, we're talking about Shanghai Disneyland. Shanghai Disney wow. Resort. We're going to talk about the grand opening talking about some of the planning that I did and just how everything went on the grand opening day. Um, And then I'm going to go over an overview of the park, talk about the attractions, talk about some of the food, because, of course, I ate a lot. Uh, Some of the merchandise they had, and we're going to talk about shows shows and parades. And then we're going to talk about some of the stuff that people were concerned about at the parks. Um, And then... I'm going to talk about a radio show that I was on talking about Shanghai Disneyland. So that's kind of cool. So where do we start? Where do we start? Okay, we got to start at the beginning. So first of all, this is a really, you know, a big trip. You you have to get like a visa. You have to, you know, plan for your internet because you were, you were, um, using social media when you were over there you have uh, you have to make sure you can charge your phone so you have to make sure that you have like the right plugs and everything so okay let's start with your planning 
What did you do to plan? Absolutely nothing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, the first thing I did was, um, well, I obviously booked all my my tickets and stuff, uh, the hotel, which was very painless. Um, Since Shanghai Disney Resort is owned by the Walt Disney Company and not ran by OLC, the website doesn't suck. Oh, (laughs) gauntlet throw. Yeah. Well, I should say the English version of the site doesn't suck. It's very easy to navigate, very easy to book everything. So if you're familiar with the American parks and Hong Kong, and I'm pretty sure uh, Paris as well, I don't remember um, how that went when I booked it, but it was very easy, easy to understand. So I'm not going to go too much into that because it's really easy to figure out. So book the hotel, book the tickets. That's all cool. Um, Some of the more complicated stuff I had to do. The most important thing is you need a visa to get into Shanghai and mainland China. So you can't just show up and hope to be let in. So, and the visas work differently depending on what country you're from. So what I'm going to talk about is for North Americans. So those of you from the U.S. and also from Canada. Uh, for the other countries, I didn't look them up. I apologize. So you'll have to look look this up on the uh, Tourism China website. So for me, for a Canadian, I have to get a one-year tourist visa. And since I live abroad, I had to go to the China embassy here in Tokyo to get it. It cost me um, 10,000 yen, which is roughly $100. And I had to go through the whole process of filling out the form, getting photos. I had to give them my entire itinerary as to what I was doing in the country and how long I was going to be there, where I was staying, um, and what and what my purpose was for going. And I was very happy to put Shanghai Disneyland on it in big, bold letters. <laughs> <laughs> um, that whole process was painless, but it took it took about a week is what it took. That's um, not bad, though. You know. No. It, well, and considering it's Tokyo, mm-hmm. that. That, that's not bad. So I don't know how this would work in other places, like in the U.S. or Canada. Like, if you're doing it in there, I don't know how quick that is. I do know some friends, they had to, like, drive a couple hours to get to the nearest China embassy. That's right, because so, depending so it really where you live, depends. right? Yeah, so make sure you plan accordingly with that. Because you do need a visa, and you will not be let into the country if you don't have one. And most airlines will ask you ahead of time. If you have a visa, like when I checked into my ANA flight from uh, Narita to Shanghai, um, before they would even check me in, they had to verify that I had a visa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my passport. Yeah. So that is very important, guys. Um, I do have some information on our website already about this. And in the coming weeks, I'll have more information. I'm going to start putting together a uh, short little planning guide for Shanghai Disneyland for uh, what I've learned so far. So, and also, there's also some other visas as well that you can actually get as well. They're 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 called transit visas, mm-hmm. and what these are are visas that you do not have to get ahead of time. But the thing is, you have to prove that you are transiting through Shanghai. So you have to go from point A, um, wherever that is, to point B. Mm-hmm which is Shanghai or somewhere else in China, mainland China. And then C has to be somewhere else. Right. It cannot be back to A. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So you have to show that you're transiting through. And they have different durations. There's a 72-hour visa and also a 144-hour visa. That's so interesting. So, so if you're planning on, um, like, this this really depends on, like, your your travel plan. So, like, let's say you want to do the whole trifecta. Like, you want to do all three Asian Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Well, then you could easily go find Hong Kong first or Tokyo, doesn't matter, and then fly to Shanghai and get the transit visa there and then fly to the other city that you didn't fly into before. So you can go Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, or Tokyo, Shanghai, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Or even just fly right into Shanghai first and then go to Hong Kong or go to Tokyo or whatever. As long as you can prove that you're transiting through the country, it's fine. Cool. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I did have a friend who ran into some issues um, before he even got to Shanghai. What? What kind of issues? He like he's he's from the U.S. He was flying. I don't remember exactly where he was flying to, but he flew somewhere into Canada. It was either like Toronto or Vancouver or something, and he was switching to an Air Canada flight. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they didn't believe him when he said that. He's going to to China on a transit visa because you know, like if you're if you're getting the transit visa, they give it to you in China. You don't get it ahead of time. Well, I guess Air Canada didn't buy it and didn't know about it, so they had to delay. He he basically got delayed a day. What because of that? Yeah. So just a word of caution, everyone. If you are doing the transit visa, make sure the airline you're flying with knows that China gives them out to avoid that. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Just a word of caution. <laughs> um, so, yeah, once you have all that visa stuff taken care of, it's pretty much smooth sailing from there to a point. Next, what are you going to do for internet there? Because in China, mainland China, there is the Great Firewall of China, and it's real. It's there. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're using the internet in China, sorry, mainland China, you're going to be blocked. So that means Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Gmail, Google. All of those are blocked. You cannot access them in the country. Oh, my gosh. But it's like either hell or paradise, depending on your personality. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure some of you have noticed that I was posting a lot of stuff from there. Well, there's a couple ways around the firewall. And these are completely legal. There's nothing illegal about this whatsoever. We're allowed to do it. What I did was I got a uh, SIM card, and I will put the link in the show notes for you guys to buy it. Um, and it is a SIM card that comes from Hong Kong, and it works in both Hong Kong and mainland China. And just the way the carrier works, this carrier is not behind the Great Firewall of China. So when you're in mainland China in Shanghai... You can use this SIM card just like you were anywhere else. Unrestricted access. Wow. So I highly recommend that if you want to get a SIM card. Okay. Um, Before we go any further. Okay. So like for an Android phone, it would be really easy to just put the SIM card inside, right? Like for Apple, how do you do that? Because I don't, I've never noticed a little slot or anything where you would put it in. Do do you do it at the store or what do you do for that? Uh, No, you could. You can do it yourself. Um, actually, if you have the iPhone 6 mm-hmm. on the right-hand side okay. of your phone where the power button is, yeah. 
If you just look down in the middle of the phone on the side, there's a little hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you take a little, like, pin, and you push it in, and it'll pop pop the SIM card out. Mm-hmm. And then you just swap it out and put it in and pop it back in, and voila. Oh, my gosh. It's really easy. Really easy. Okay. Um, it's about $26 US, and you get one gigabyte of data for seven days. If you use up that one gigabyte of data, you can recharge it for an additional $26 with your credit card, as long as you connect to a a Wi-Fi somewhere. And they do have Wi-Fi at the parks and at the hotel, so there's no issue there. And I did check to make sure that their website worked behind the Great Firewall of China, and it does. Okay. So so there's no issues there. I never had to charge mine because I was only there for four days, so I got up i used like 950 megabytes and i was posting quite a bit so i highly recommend that um i've only found it on the american amazon unfortunately i haven't seen on the canadian one or any others so um i just happened to luck out because i have friends that live on the american base here in japan and i just have i just have them order it for me and it's shipped to them okay cool um the other option is if your carrier, and I'm pretty sure this applies to any carrier in the world, if your carrier offers a international data plan for your for your phone from um, whichever country you're from, mm-hmm. it will work fine in China because it won't be subject to the firewall because it has to all 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 that data gets routed differently. Okay. So you're completely fine, and some of my friends did that as well. Or instead, I mean. So they just got a international data plan and used it over there. No issues. Nothing was blocked. The only thing is, I think um, some of my friends were on, on AT&T. And whatever carrier AT&T is partnered with in mainland China, it's only edge service. Ooh. Meaning it's really slow. So you kind of have to take that into consideration as well. If you if you just want to do like little text posts here and there, not upload a lot of media, you're fine. But if you want to upload pictures and videos, you're probably going to want to get a SIM card. Okay. So it's a little complicated, I know, but that's just how it is. And it's not it's not too bad. Not too bad. What else? What else? Is, so SIM card or internet, visa. Oh, um, power. Uh, voltage. Power. Okay. So um, most of the outlets, um, well, all the outlets at the resort actually have the dual on it so they have the one that are like the the sideways ones that are for china but they also have another one on top that is the uh, two prong so essentially if you have any apple product and it has the 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 two prongs on it it works just fine okay super easy great um i did buy some converters just in case um which we did use a couple times just because we had so many devices to plug in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you have, if you know you're going to have a lot of devices, I highly suggest getting one just so you can plug in multiple things to it. But that that kind of goes for traveling anywhere. But yeah, all the outlets have the have the two prongs on the top. So if you have an Apple product, and I'm pretty sure Android is probably the same. I don't know for sure. Um, it's fine. And what is the what is the climate like right now? Is it like rainy season? Is it like summer? Like what what is that like? Like what kind of clothes would you bring for this time of year when you went? It was imagine Japan in August. So hot and humid. Yes. Okay. All right. Very hot and humid. Sunscreen, sunglasses. Everything. 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 
everything. Little fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't forget any of that. So once you get there, then what do you do? Well, you got to get to the resort, right? Before you um, go to the resort. So like, let's say we're what? flying from Tokyo to Shanghai or Shanghai to Tokyo. We're doing one of those trips where we're stopping at the different parks. How long does it take you to get there? To go from Tokyo to Shanghai yeah. is three hours. Okay, not bad. Well, going like Tokyo to Shanghai is three hours. Mm-hmm. Shanghai to Tokyo is just over two. Okay, great. All right. Yeah, so it's a re- it's a really short flight, which is really nice. Okay, so you get to the airport, has the customs easy, like I you know because I found like like Hong Kong was super easy, Thailand was super easy. How's how's mainland China? Uh, really easy as long as your visa stuff is squared away, mm-hmm. you're fine. Perfect. Okay, so um, they do. They do like take photocopies of your passport though, because they need to know exactly where you are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at all times or something like that. I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah. So there's that. It's really easy. Um, when I went to the resort, like the first night I was there, I wasn't staying on a resort. I was staying in the city. Okay. So I took the metro into the city, which was really easy. There's English everywhere, um, and there's there's staff there that speak English as well. So there's not not an issue there. Is it like a card like New York where you run it through or is it like uh, Japan where it's like IC? Like how's the, what do you use to travel using their transit system? It's kind of like Hong Kong. If you've been to Hong Kong, you know, when you go to the the little kiosk to buy your ticket, you get a, you get like a little plastic card Uh and it's exactly that. And you just feed it into the, into the turnstile and it lets you through. Great. Great. So kind of, so kind of like Japan in a way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, super easy. Um, Everything's in English, so. Um, but if you are taking a taxi to the resort, which is fairly cheap, I I, I actually took the the taxi from the resort to the ho- to the airport when I left. Mm-hmm. It was about a hundred and twenty yuan, yuan, however you say it, which is like, uh, what currency should I say? It's like two thousand yen, so like twenty dollars. All right, and what's the distance? Which, 20 kilometers or something like that it's like it's not it's not too far okay it's not too bad okay uh, but the thing is here um they do some taxi drivers are not very honest that's what i've heard i wanted to ask you about that actually so i didn't do this from the airport but i did this from the hotel and uh, this is what i was told to do i went to the concierge at the hotel yeah so sorry i'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead but this this kind of helps anyway mm-hmm. um I went to the concierge and I asked, I need, told them I need a um, taxi to the airport. And I asked them, can you write down how much it's going to cost? Because they have a chart that says roughly how much it, it should cost. So they wrote down 100 won on it. And so I said, okay. So they called me a taxi and the taxi came and the taxi driver didn't speak any English, but the, the cast members there told them exactly where I need to go. And I showed him the piece of paper and I told him, it's 100 won. And he said, yeah. And then we went and it came up to 115. So that really wasn't off okay. by much. It's pretty close. So, yeah. Um, I did have one friend, though. The taxi driver was trying to tell him it was a different price. Mm-hmm. Um, my one friend said it was, the meter said like it was 130 or something. Yeah. But the guy was telling him it was 300. Oh, and he was like, no, 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 it's 130. And the guys kept telling him, no, it's 300. And he and he was trying to drop him off, like, somewhere that wasn't at the hotel. It was, like, across the street kind of thing. Yeah. 
And so my friend said, well, no, I'm not paying you that. And the guy was pretty adamant that he wanted 300 And so my friend just gave him like 150 or something and said, no, this is what I'm giving you. Yeah. So I know like uh, I'm making it sound bad. Like yes and no, it kind of is. It's just you have to be very just aware. Yeah. Yeah. Aware of these things because they happen. Right. And unfortunately that it's going to happen. It may happen there as well but don't worry about it too too much um just make sure you know how much it is have someone write it down for you and then if the per if the taxi driver is telling you something else just tell them no this is what i was told like it was this much and usually they'll just leave you alone and you just pay them whatever and then that's it um i, I never experienced anything like that everything was fine with me so it's good to be aware yeah just be aware <laughs> stuff like that unfortunately it does happen okay but but i don't want to i don't want to deter people i don't want to scare people from going because i'm going to tell you why you should be going for the next hour (laughs) okay (laughs) so you take either the transit system or taxi or something to get to the hotel okay so what's it like when you get there so um when when we first got there uh, we got our, our taxi right to the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. And this was grand opening day. And we got there like three hours, four hours before the park opened. Because the park opened at 12 that day. Okay. It didn't open in early in the morning like it normally would. So we got there and I phoned ahead of time asking if um, like what time we could check in. Because I was thinking, well, maybe because it's the first official day, we might be able to check in early, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they said, no, we have to check in at three. But I asked, can we put our bags there? ahead of time and they said yeah that's completely fine so i got there and there was people everywhere like there was disney officials (laughs) and like it it was it was a madhouse essentially yeah but um but everyone was smiling cast members were happy that everyone was waving and you know saying good morning in english and in chinese mandarin and then i then we went inside the hotel the hotel's beautiful on the inside just very stunning you can see the castle from the lobby oh it's 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 beautiful and so then i went to the check-in counter got everything checked in communication kind of broke down a little bit when i asked something out of the ordinary what did you ask my one friend that was staying with us she's allergic to feathers and i did not indicate that when i made the reservation because there's actually a section that says if there's any special requests yeah I didn't put that in there when I made the reservation. I didn't know, but you know, I I just figured, okay, well, we we could just do it when we get to the hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get there, and I try to explain that we need the beds. Sorry, we need one bed with no feather pillows. And I said it just like that, and she didn't quite understand what I meant, even though like we were talking perfectly fine English up until that point. That's where things kind of started to break down. Yeah. And I, I said it a few more times and I, I thought maybe like was like I, I was starting to doubt myself. Like, am I am I saying something weird? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then she went and got someone else to come over, another another cast member, and uh she figured out what I wanted. About five minutes later she came back and asked me what kind of pillow I wanted. Like another pillow. Yeah. And she said, my choices were a chemical pillow or a buckwheat pillow. And I have no idea what either of those are besides 
a chemical pill i'm guessing is just plastic uh-huh. i don't know like and when i when i asked her she didn't really know either <laughs> so i was like okay and then the buckwheat one well the, i guess you'd... the buckwheat one they i think they actually have here it's kind of like these little it's like um it feels like beads inside it's yeah heavy. like they're, they're really hard yeah 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 yeah, so I figured that that's what that was. But the chemical one, I was like, well, I don't know what, what that is. is that? But it might be like one of those cooling pillows. I don't I know. Wonder. Well, I think it's, but so I just said, well, we'll just go with the chemical pillow. <laughs> what was it then? Well, then you found out. What was the chemical pillow? It was just a normal pillow. Oh. Like it just felt like a flat pillow. Huh. Is what it was. So interesting. I don't know. It was very, very interesting. But yeah, uh, got checked in. Uh, they took our bags. Uh, they gave us like these little slips for, to get our bags later. And they gave us park maps. And we got to choose our room keys. They have seven designs at the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I, I, I can, I'm going to guess which one you chose. They didn't have Chip and Dale. Shut up. What? No, they didn't have Chip and Dale. Oh, that's outrageous. Well, they had like the Fab Four, Fab Five. Okay. They had them, but then they had, then they added like Tinkerbell and some another character. So okay. they didn't have Chippendale. I, I, I picked Mickey. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Mickey's good. He's classic. So then it was time for to, well, to start heading over to the park because we wanted to get in line. Mm-hmm. And before I left, well, I was wearing my uh, Chippendale uh summer festival outfit. I was hoping you would be from, wearing that outfit. From last year. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. And there was a lot of the Disney executives want their pictures with me. <laughs> and a lot of them didn't know where it came like where I got the, the outfit from and I had to tell them yeah. and it was, it was it was fun. And then um I was just waiting for my friends to show up so we can get to the park. And who walks through the door? John Lasseter. Oh my god! He walks in and he's just like in his bright colored shirt, and he has like a little handheld camera with him. He's just taking pictures, just like, just like he's just like it's nothing, just hanging out, whatever. And I got super nervous, and I thought, okay, uh, I should go say hi, but I don't want to say hi because I don't want to bother him. But I'm never, I'm probably never going to have this chance again. And and I just, all these things are going through my mind <laughs> as he was like walking around the lobby. So I, was, I just said, stop overthinking it, just go over, introduce yourself, keep it brief because you don't want to like bother him, and then be on your way. So I went up to him and I just tapped him on the shoulder because he was faced away from me, and I just, <laughs> I said. You know, um, excuse me. Um, I, you know, I don't even remember what the hell I said. <laughs> I, don't know I, uh, I said something along the lines of, hi, I'm Chris. I'm a big fan of everything you've done. You know, I really appreciate all the work, all that, you know, the typical stuff that he probably hears a million times over. Yeah. And then I asked if we can get a photo together. And he said, of course. And we got a cast member to take a photo. And yeah. And then, uh, like, not even five minutes later, guess who else shows up? Who? George Lucas. Oh my gosh. It's George Lucas nuts. was there. But George Lucas had a posse with him. Yeah. So you couldn't really get to him. Yeah. Or talk to him or anything like that. So I didn't I didn't bother. I didn't want to chance it. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like it's really incredible that he that Lasseter was like so gracious, you know? That's wonderful. Yeah, he was, 
He was really nice about it. He really was. Yeah. So all my friends show up and we get on the bus to head over to the park. How far is the bus um, ride to the park? It's about 10 minutes. Would you say you could you could do it walking or like what? How long how long do you think it would take walking? Like 20 minutes? Uh, half an hour, 20 minutes. Okay. Like it's so- not good because because the way Shanghai Disneyland Hotel uh-huh. is, it's on it's on the lake. Oh, okay. And Disneyland is directly opposite on the other side of the lake. Do they have boats too or, or just buses right now? There's a ferry and I took it once. Awesome. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, there's a family mart. What? There's a family <laughs> mart outside of the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel at the ferry docks. That's so I funny. took a picture of it. It's so weird. I'm like, why is there a family? Okay, part? we have to talk about that a little later. I'm gonna make a note yeah. because I want to ask you what what kind of things are are in that, that family. family. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so okay, we gotta get to we gotta get to Shanghai. Okay, Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah. So so we got on the bus, super easy. Um, all the cast members were speaking a basic level of English, like you know, asking us where we need to go, which bus to take. You can kind of tell that the cast members were trained in this mm-hmm. like with the the certain vocabulary of English. Right. So as long as you didn't really deviate too heavily with them, um, it was things went pretty smooth. But if you deviated at all, that's when communication would start breaking down a little bit. Okay. But yeah, anyway, we get to the park. takes about 10 minutes and it drops you off just outside uh, Disney Town. Okay, so tell tell us what is Disney Town? It is downtown Disney, essentially. So would you say it's like really like like is it like really close to the American downtown Disney? Um, I don't know what that what the Paris one is like. Is it is it like Xperi? What is it like? What what would the um, atmosphere be? My friends were saying it's kind of like Disney Springs. I haven't been to Disney Springs. Okay, so like the yes. remodeled. Okay, I, I have an yeah. idea. Okay, because yeah. when we were there, they were still doing a lot of work, but. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, so it's really nice. There's a big World of the Disney store there. Yeah. Massive, massive. And then you just keep walking by it. Like, there's a Starbucks there and everything. Um, and then you walk up and then there's the uh, security check. And how's the security and, check? Like, what what's it like now? Um, It's, it's kind of like, it's like Tokyo's, I guess, where they just... They uh, go through your bag. They don't. They don't um, rummage it like at Disney World, where they go through every single thing with their hands and they touch no, they, everything. They they actually rummage through it. Here, okay, so it's like Disney World. Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before the park was open, like we got there at around just before eleven, and the park opened at twelve. There's already tons of people everywhere, which was to be expected, right? Of course, it's opening day. We're at the security gates, and they have it closed. Not too sure why. And people are trying to get through, but they're not letting us. So, we're going to see what we can do. People are starting to push. Really bad. Oh, oh, good. Oh. I guess, yeah. Jeez, what, what is going on? Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. We're pushing, I guess. Oh, they're moving on to one leg. To one end. Yeah, uh, we didn't really know what was going on. No one was... Like, there were some announcements, but the announcements were only in Andrin. There was no okay. English. And we couldn't really find any cast members. Well, all the cast members were behind security, right? Yeah. So there was no one there that spoke English. 
that we could find. So we're just like, well, I'm sure they know what they're doing. We'll just wait it out. And so we're waiting there and um, we're kind of like, it, it was getting more and more crowded. And we actually ended up meeting some more friends mm-hmm. that I met the night before. I saw them wandering and they're just as confused as we were. So I flagged them down. I said, well, come and wait with us. We might as well stick together on this cool. one. So um, the security gates reopened like, I don't know, I want to say quarter to 12. I don't remember the exact time. Um, but and it, that, that was pretty easy to go through. Like They just checked your bags and then it, it was off to the uh, turnstiles, which we finally get to go into Disneyland. <laughs> How are the turnstiles? Are they like, um, do you use your fingerprint? Do you um, just touch the ticket to the machine? Do you run the ticket through it? What's that like? So what they do is the cast member takes your ticket and they scan it. And what happens is when they scan it, there's actually a camera inside the scanner Mm -hmm. and it takes a picture of you. So then it associates you like your, your photo with the ticket. Okay, cool. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was the like the first day was really easy to get in into because there wasn't a like there's a lot of people, but you could tell they weren't at capacity. Like capacity meaning like what the park can actually hold. Okay. Which would make sense. They probably like for, controlled it for that day. Yeah, which make, makes complete sense. So it took us maybe 10, 15 minutes to get through, mm-hmm. which was not bad, but then. The uh, next few days after the grand opening, it took me an hour to get in. And what what time were you getting to the parks? Were you getting there like at opening exactly, a little bit after opening, a little bit before? I was getting there just before. Okay. And it took about an hour to get in. So I'm hoping they kind of fix that. Yeah. Because it's not, not terribly efficient, but I think it's... There's a combination of things because... Well, I mean, like even here, like if you get there like just a little bit before opening, it's like what 30 minutes to get in right yeah so an hour they probably just have to get used to it you know and it was ju- it just yeah. opened so yeah there's probably cast members that weren't too sure what to do mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's things like, issues that popped up that they had to deal with and all this stuff so, yeah those cameras probably go down because they just started using it you know so that you yeah. know they're working out all the bugs and stuff yeah yeah so yeah get, getting in is pretty pretty easy and then, so on the grand opening day when we got in, they gave us grand opening buttons. Yay! Which is really cool. And then when you you go in, and there's the uh, the garden there with the Mickey ears or Mickey head mm-hmm. on it. And then you walk around it, and then you go into Mickey Avenue, and kind of under the quote unquote train station. <laughs> it looks like a train station, but it's not. There's no train. Oh, there's no train. What? What? No. There's no train. Is this the first Disney park without a train? I don't know. Does Paris have one that goes over the top? Yes, it does. Someone's going to correct me on this one. I think all of them have a train. So maybe they're going to make a train later? I I doubt it. It doesn't look like they would. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it, so, so so then, like, yeah, once, you, once we went under, okay. under it... There was cast members all along Mickey Avenue. Okay. High-fiving everyone, cheering everyone. It was like, it was a lot of energy. And um, I actually took some video of it too. It was just, 
it was like this weird feeling like this is a Disney park and I know I'm in a Disney park. I know I'm in Disneyland, but like it's different. Like it's familiar, but it's completely different. What is like it's a it's a weird feeling. What is Disney Avenue like? Mickey Avenue. Yeah, sorry, Mickey is, Avenue. Sorry. It's a very short street is what it is. Okay. So um, you have shops on both sides. And they're all like these like little themed buildings. Like there's like Scrooge, McDuck. And there's like Chippendale's like little corner with food, like snacks and stuff. And then there's uh, other stores for like the uh, photo pass and all that. And they're all themed to different Disney characters and movies and stuff. So it's really neat. And on the left hand side of Mickey Avenue, there's one building that goes into the basically their version of the uh, Emporium mm-hmm. or the Emporium. Yeah. Um, the building looks like it's uh, the uh, Carthay Circle kind of. Oh wow, that's interesting. Which is really nice. And is it is it matching? Because like you you mentioned, like one side is characters and one side is kind of like Carthay Circle style. Is it are the sides kind of matching each other or like do they clash uh, or? Well, not at all. Like they're like. It's all characters on both sides. Okay. Like it's just characters everywhere, which is really neat. Um, but it, it's really it's it's short, mm-hmm. but it's really wide. Okay. So it could easily accommodate a ton of people. All right. So then, once you go in, like once you pass Mickey Avenue, then like everything just opens up. Like you have the garden in the front there. Yeah. That garden is huge in person. Like. Looking on the map, you're like, okay, yeah, that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. But like when you see it in person, you're you're just like, holy cow, that's huge. And the castle's like way over there. Wow. Like there's a lot of space. So it's almost like a like a little park. Yeah, essentially, it's a park. There, there's two attractions in the gardens as well. What are the attractions there? Uh, there's the carousel and also Dumbo. So the carousel's like right there at the front. Yeah. That's so interesting. And it's, it, it works. It's really nice. I really like it. Wow. So Okay, wait. So you get there. Okay, mm-hmm. wh- were they having an opening ceremony? Were you trying to get to like a specific area, like in front of the castle? Or was there a lot of people there already? What, what, when, when was the opening ceremony? What did the opening ceremony involve? Uh, the opening ceremony happened before the guests were let in. Okay. So like, So if you were a normal guest, you didn't get to see it. Unfortunately, okay. um, they and I know I think it was the night before they recorded something in the evening, like a gala or something. And that's online, I know. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen that already. Um, but they did have like these pillars and stuff set up in front of the castle. OK, so did they make an announcement or something? Um, if they did, I didn't hear it. OK, OK. So but like by the time we got in there, it was probably about just before 1230. So, you know, people have started dispersing and everything already. So, um, first thing was none of us knew where to go. <laughs> like, okay, we have all these, we have all these Disney people that know like Hong Kong, Tokyo, yeah. Paris, California, Orlando. We all, we know all these parks. We know where to go. We're all just standing there thinking, what do we do? Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> you were from Tokyo Disneyland, Chris. You did not mm-hmm. have a plan the night before. Well, we had a rough plan, but we just weren't sure how to execute it because it was just so overwhelming. What did you hit first? 
first thing we did was we went over to Tomorrowland, which is to the left. Okay. When you walk in, it's to the left, not to the right. Yeah. It's to the left. It takes a good five, ten minutes to walk all the way to Tron. Okay. From there. Okay. Like it's a it's a long walk. It's like there's the park is really spread out. And we got our fast passes for Tron. And by that point they were into I don't know, like two or three o'clock. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And so then once we got fast passes for Tron, we thought, okay, well, Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't have fast pass. Let's go into standby for, for that. For sure. Okay, good. Smart plan. So that's on the other side of the park. Of course. <laughs> that takes that took us another ten minutes just to walk over there. Yeah. And also, none of us knew like all like the any of the shortcuts or anything like that. So we're just kind of we weren't rushing mm-hmm. because the park felt like it didn't feel empty, but it felt like there was a lot of space. There was not a lot of people there. It felt mm-hmm. like so we didn't have this like urge to rush everywhere. Okay. So we're all just kind of like taking our time leisurely. So we walk from Tomorrowland and you pass through Fantasyland, which is gorgeous, by the way. There's a theater there for Frozen right now. Um, there is the Tangled Tavern, I believe it's called. And it's a counter service restaurant. Um, there's a there's two Winnie the Pooh attractions there. What? Um, instead of like instead of having a, a teacup yeah. ride, it's it's spinning a honey pot. Oh, that's so cute. And then they have the uh, Avengers of Winnie the Pooh, what every other park has, except for Tokyo. We have the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there's Peter Pan's Flight is there, and Seven Dwarves Mine Trains, or Mine Cars is Mine Train, Mine Car, Mine Trains is there as well. Mm -hmm. Then once you finally pass all of that, and you go behind the castle, you make it into Treasure Cove. And this is where Pirates of the Caribbean is. Okay. So we just got off Pirates of the Caribbean. What did everyone think? Oh, amazing. Incredible ride. Incredible. I loved it. I loved Spectacular. Well, this is going to be spoilers, so whoever's listening, whatever. It goes sideways, backwards, underwater. Oh, my goodness. And we just got these commemorative grand opening congratulations. We are guest number whatever. To- I'm 4,269. 2,674. 2,673. That's so awesome. We're going to have to do it again and again and again and again. And you guys got the photo pass? Awesome. I don't know what else to say. It was just breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. That was our very first ride that we did. We got a picture and everything. We want to like cherish the moment that all of us, like there is, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight did of us. Did you fill up the entire like uh, boat or? The boat, the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. boat feels five, I think it's like 20, 25 people wow. per boat. Like it's a high capacity ride. Okay. So you get to Pirates of the Caribbean. What is the outside like? What is the exterior? Very unassuming. It's themed very well. Like, it fits Treasure Cove very well. Mm-hmm. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean is, like, kind of built in, like, outwards. So you don't really see the, like, 
you can't tell that the attraction is going to be huge. You can't tell from the outside. Okay, so it's it's kind of like a for the people that don't know, like when you go in, it's like it turns out to be like this huge surprise, right? Oh, yeah. How grand it is. Okay, and what is the queue like? Gorgeous. It is. It is detailed to the nines. Okay, describe <laughs> it from beginning to end. You walk in, and what do you see? It's themed so like. You kind of go through different buildings, actually. It's not all one building. Like, it's all these different buildings. Like, you're going through, like, a jail cell first. Mm -hmm. And then you're going through, like, a tavern. And then you're going through, like, uh, some other building that stuff was stolen from. And you kind of just... You you just kind of keep going. And then you finally make it to one building that looks like it's it's really um, disheveled. (laughs) Like, there's, like, holes in the wall that look like a cannonball went through it. And there's, like... Like water spewing and all this so stuff. Stuff like, went down in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something bad went down. Oh my gosh! And and then you finally get to the main building and you start going in, and it's kind of like a jail. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, furniture and stuff behind bars, and then there's like this little table area that has like pictures of Captain Jack Sparrow saying he's wanted for all these different crimes and whatever. And then you finally get onto the attraction i won't go through the entire attraction you can easily watch it on youtube or you know i don't want to spoil it for anyone okay so but what are your thoughts what did you did you like it was it so so did you love it i loved it and that seems to be the uh unanimous opinion of everyone okay. from everyone is that it's really good this is the only one i've seen on youtube I, i've tried to like avoid everything else and and i know it doesn't do it justice i know because it never the video never does and it looks amazing yeah, I was going to say, I watched it on YouTube afterwards, uh-huh. and the video, no, 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 no. No, you no, can no, tell. No, no, you no. can tell it looks completely different when you're writing it, you know? And even then, the video looks amazing. Okay, so I'm going to quickly go through the ride, so if you don't want to want me to spoil it, just fast forward ahead <laughs> a little bit, so I'm going to go through it really quick. Um, I don't know the story exactly, because it's all in Mandarin. There's no, mm-hmm. There's no English. Okay, so there's no English version. Okay. No, so... There's music in the boat, like there's speakers in the boat, so you have like all this like the the Pirates of the Caribbean music going on. Cool. cool. So that really sets the mood. And you start going and I love that they had a a throwback to the original Pirates of the Caribbean with mm-hmm. with the uh uh three prisoners trying to get the key from the dog. <gasps> yes. That's okay, that's great. They but they were skeletons. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. That was the, really the, cool. the dog. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it was sad. It was kind of sad. Like, oh, he's dead. It's kind of dark. I I like it. I like that it's a little dark. Um, and then you start going, and you're like outside. Well, it makes you feel like you're outside. And mm-hmm. it took me about two or three rides for me to look up at the beginning. And there's like a projection screen on the ceiling mm-hmm. that it looks like the. Uh, starry sky like you can see the moon and everything and i'm like holy Uh, cow that's fantastic and you don't see that in the videos at all no like it's a very immersive experience so then wow you start going and then you see on your right side there's like a a wrecked ship and then you see a skeleton first on Mm -hmm. the bow of the ship and then your boat starts going sideways wow like it shifts sideways and i'm like what is going on why are we going sideways <laughs> and then like this lightning strikes and the skeleton turns into captain jack sparrow that's crazy and it was like it was really cool and 
Um, and then he says some stuff. Don't know what he said. And then we start going backwards into the dark. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on? And then there's like this big projection screen right in front of us. And it makes it look like we're being pulled down into the water, like underwater. And and you are on water, right? It's, it's a boat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a boat. I, I was like not... watching the video. I'm like, how how are they even doing this? It's, you know? Yeah, it's a boat ride, but it's all on rails. So yeah. It, yeah, but it, it looks like you're all, like you're just on the water. It's nuts. So you get like you're put under under pulled underwater, and then you go mm-hmm. into this other <clears throat> this big room, and all you see is this huge screen. Like all you see is screen, and it's all. Mm-hmm you floating underwater where all the um all the guys you know the pirates that live under the sea i don't know what they're called Mm -hmm. but yeah they're all down there there's like stuff happening down there and like there's a big octopus that comes out and it starts flying like swimming away and then it starts swimming and it kind of swims into the next room because if you if you were paying attention if you look up there's more screens above you and you can see its tentacles moving away from you and then you and then you're and then the boat spins around again and then you wow. see the octopus like swimming away into the distance mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god that is so cool and then you and then you you keep going through and there's like treasure underwater there's mermaids kind of like on on projection screen there's mermaids and like the actual props are like kind of waving in such mm-hmm. a way that they're underwater that makes it look like yeah. they're underwater and again, if you look up at the ceiling, the the ceiling looks like the top of like the water, like where the where the surface is supposed yeah. to be. So like it feels like you're underwater, which is so cool. Wow. Um, and then you keep going and then you end up meeting um, Davy Jones. There's an animatronic with Davy Jones there. And the he's, octopus guy, right? Yeah. With the, the face and everything. Yeah. Okay. And he start he's again, it's all in Mandarin, so I don't know what he's saying exactly. He says some stuff, and it sounds like they're going to fight. Like, okay. Um, okay. So he's, like, calling everyone to, like, go and fight. So what happens is the boat keeps going, and then we get shot out into this, another big room with big screens. And it makes it feel like we're going up from the from the bottom of the ocean all the way to the top. Like, all the ships are coming up, and we're going up with them. Oh, so, my gosh. So then you, like, fly up. And I kind of got a little, like, motion sick, because it was, like, big full screens right okay okay so pe- maybe some people want to be careful with that yeah it, okay. it it only lasts for like 10 seconds so it's it's not really long okay so it, it, it's fine it's just like that 10 seconds is a little much but it's yeah. fine so then you come up and then water splashes on you because <laughs> you're coming out from under the water right and then Keep your camera's covered yeah <laughs> and then you spin around and then there's two ships, like Captain Jack Sparrow's ship and Davy Jones's ship on either side of you, and they're shooting at each other. And there's like, yeah. you know, cannonballs going to the water, splashing up and everything. And then there's screens in the back where you can see other ships are kind of fighting with each other. Okay. And there's just so much it's going like a on. Full, like full out battle. Full on like. battle. And meanwhile, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean music is going full blast. <laughs> so it's like you're like completely immersed in this. Which is fantastic. And then, so cool. And then there's a big hole in uh, Jack's ship. And okay. our boat gets sucked into that sideways. Ah. And then we start going 
through the ship and then you you see the uh, final battle scene between Davy Jones mm-hmm. and Captain Jack Sparrow and then uh, Jack does something and it ends up causing an explosion and what it does is it shoots us out of the ship backwards into the into the dark and it almost does like a backwards drop a little bit oh my gosh <laughs> and, then, and then it shoots you out and then the attraction's over ah that sounds it sounds super exciting oh it's oh it's phenomenal it's fantastic I loved it and we even got um, these little cards that said we were guest number whatever to ride the attraction first. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. So that was that was pretty neat. What are the cast costumes like? Very piratey, I guess this is the best <laughs> way to describe it. Of course, it's, it's a pirate attraction. Yeah. Okay. It, it, Does it, it look was... good? Does it look like, okay, so would you say it's more like... Tokyo Disney Resort level or more like the Disney World level on the opposite end of the spectrum? Maybe in the middle. In between. Okay. Yeah, I'd say around there. All right. And then after that, we did Tron. Okay, wait. Before we get to Tron. What? Okay, Pirate Cove. Yes. So um, okay. describe the land. Are there any other attractions there? Um, what What's located in that land? Uh, there's a big... Like, there's a ship there that you can that has like activities you can do on or okay so kind it, of like like fortress explorations yeah yeah or yeah, like yeah. the treehouse or uh like fortress explorations there's a ship okay. there you can go on uh there's actually a counter service restaurant there that we ate at and it's kind and how of was that it was good i had uh, barbecue pork ribs oh sounds good um and it's kind of like uh the blue bayou in the sense that it overlooks the parts of the caribbean ride Oh, nice. So it's like a, got like a really good atmosphere. Yeah. And there's lots of seating, but there's only one section that actually looks over the attraction. The rest are kind of like in different themed areas. Oh, so maybe a little competition there. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, and then there's a, there's a pirate show there as well. Did you see the show? How was that? I never got to see the show, unfortunately. That's, that's okay. There's a reason to go back. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and there's turkey legs there. Okay, okay, good to know. Turkey legs, <laughs> which are very popular for some reason. Oh, I can see that. I can see that because it's, it's um, is it is it like really like do they not? Because turkey legs are kind of like they're kind of weird, right? Maybe it's not like a usual food. Yeah, maybe because I don't. Yeah, I don't know if like well in Japan for sure, turkey yeah. legs are strange. But there, I'm not 100 percent sure. But there was a lot. I of, wonder. They actually had to put a sign up that limited. It said limit two per person. Oh man! Wow. So I think we interesting. Were, we're buying them up. <laughs> okay, so let's head over to. So is it called Tomorrowland where Tron is, or what is it called? Yeah, it's Tomorrowland. Okay, let's go to Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland is what Tomorrowland should be, I guess. Now, <laughs> like it's so, it's very modern, like very modern looking. The building for Tron is. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh, that building looks amazing. Okay, can you describe the building? Because it looks really amazing. It's I... like a big, like a wave, like a this weird wave building, which is really neat. Yeah. And there's a, there's a stage um, in front of it uh, that they use for different things uh, during the day. There's like a Baymax exercise show or something. Oh, that's so cute. So it's like a kids' activity. Yeah, and then in the evening they have a DJ that plays like electronic music. Nice. Okay, so it's got like that kind of a that kind of like American parks vibe. Yeah, in that way, doesn't and, it? Like kind of like California. Yeah, and then there's um, a Buzz Lightyear attraction. 
and it's not Astro Blasters, but it, it it's essentially an updated version of Astro Blasters. Nice. And the story is different. Oh, um, what's the story? Uh, you're actually fighting Zerg, like the actual Zerg. Like you're actually in space. Ooh. You aren't a toy, like in the Astro Blasters where you're, mm-hmm. you know, toy buzz or whatever. No, this is like you're actually in space, oh. and you're fighting, fighting to save, save Pizza Planet or whatever. <laughs> whatever it's called or something um but it's really updated um all the like all the uh, targets that you hit with the gun mm-hmm. are all lcd screens okay. and your gun has a laser pointer in it so you know where your gun is pointing at all times you don't have to pull the trigger to see where you're shooting yeah there's a yeah. laser pointer and and the people in your vehicle you each have a different colored laser so that's you can, smart so you can tell which one is yours I like that. And then other than that, it's pretty much the same, like, same mechanics. Okay. Spin okay. around, try and hit as many targets as you can. It's it's definitely worth doing, though, just to see it up the updated version of it. Cool. And then they have their own version of, like, Star Jets, which is, like, Jetpack something or other. All right. Which All is right. pretty so cool. So you get a nice view from up there. Yeah. Okay, so you get to this really ultra-modern, sleek building for Tron. What's the inner queue like? Um, well, first, they have lockers to put your stuff in because you can't take bags or anything like that on the attraction. Okay. So this is like a coaster. Yeah. Okay, this I have not seen anything. I'm, I'm going... I'm, you are giving me all the information. Okay, so it's a coaster, so you have to put your bag in the locker. Does the locker cost a fee? Is it free? It's free. Awesome. Yeah. And then the queue... The first bit of the queue is nothing special but there's one part of the queue where only so many people are let in at a time and okay. and the doors will close for a little bit of time and Ooh. you have this big glass wall in front of you and there's like special effects happening you know kind of like really computer computer-esque kind of things you know how like how like futuristic you know computer panels look like with spinning yeah so things are spinning and whatever so maybe you're going into like that electronic world yeah and so okay. and there's a, again everything's in mandarin there was no english and it was saying like the voice was saying something i'm not too sure what and mm. like and all this funky stuff was happening on the wall and all of a sudden you hear like this vroom, and as soon as that happens the glass goes clear like completely clear and you can see the roller coaster what? And the people on the roller coaster, and then you see this countdown happening, uh-huh. and and like you can hear the pulsating is like vroom, 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 and then the roller coaster takes off, and then oh my gosh. and then and then the uh, the uh, glass turns back to a solid color, and then uh-huh. the the patterns start up again. Nice, that's that, really cool. That, Giving a little a little taste of what's <laughs> coming. That's really cool. That was a really neat effect. Like I was not expecting that at all. Nice. Well, like when when I first went into the room, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like a big wall, glass wall with all these special effects. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to see like that happen. Yeah. Which was really cool. Um, and then the attraction itself, like you're leaning forward on a motorcycle <laughs> is what you're doing. Like you lean forward. And are you are you like strapped into anything or? Well, what happens is you you get on first and you like lay lean forward. Your legs kind of go into these like little cubbies. 
Okay. And that 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 kind of like adjusts to like your height and everything as okay. you like go in. And then what you do is there's these handlebars in front of you, and you pull it down towards your chest. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it locks you in. So this backrest goes up and like goes on your back, and it locks in place, so you can't lean back. Okay. And then these bars go and uh, lock uh, lock your legs into place as well, so your legs so you can't dangle your legs out. Okay. Question time. Mm-hmm. So let's say a member of your party is a little bit on the larger side. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can ride the attraction well? Or do you think there's like a size limit or what? So what happened was there's a couple of friends who were on the, the bigger side and their size... Like poo-sized. Yeah. like And that actually wasn't the issue. Like they could fit really? fine on that. The issue was your calves. If your calves are too big... Yeah. The uh, the uh, bar can't go and close. That's what I was wondering about because I know that the leg size, it sounds like it might be difficult to fit in those cubbies. Yeah. So if that happens, unfortunately, you can't ride that version. They have um, essentially a handicapped version, which is just a normal seat that you sit in. And so you would be able to experience the attraction, just not that the way. Yeah, unfortunately. And- and do they do they have like a room where if they see that you're a larger person, they might take you aside so you can test it in private, or is it done when you're boarding the attraction? Um, there's actually ride vehicles outside of mm. the attraction, so I guess you can try there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I know a lot of people might want to know about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. So we're on this attraction, and. It starts up, you go, and then you are the are the people that are going into the launch the launch bay that we saw before. Did you wave? Did you? <laughs> did you? Well, the first time were you I too did, excited? Yeah, I was too. Like, there's there's so much going on. Like, there's yeah. lights everywhere, like blue lights wow. pulsating and everything. You're like, it's so overwhelming. You're like, what's going on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, like, it does the countdown and it shoots you. Like, you just like zip outside. Oh, so you might not want to be looking sideways. <laughs> no, like it, it, it takes off pretty quick. So almost like rock and, rock and roller coaster or like that California coaster, the uh, screaming, right? So you kind of want to be uh, looking forward so you don't injure yourself. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say it goes as fast as those. Okay. But maybe half of the speed. Still good to still, be looking forward. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still fast enough, right? Uh-huh. And then, so it shoots you outside and you kind of like do like a sideways, like a sideways track. And then you kind of do like a little roundabout outside and then you Mm -hmm. finally go back inside. And that's when like all this, it's essentially like kind of like rock and roller coaster where you're just kind of going up and down and through stuff. But you do go outside, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So would you recommend riding it at night versus daytime? Yes. Nighttime for sure. Um. Yeah, and the the attraction's really short. That's the only problem. Like, it's probably a minute, if that. Okay. Like it's, it's not very like, long. Shorter than Raging Spirits or longer? Because Raging is pretty short. I would say about the... Yeah, Raging Spirits. Probably about, about the same length. length. Yeah. Okay. Say that. Yeah. That's it for the attraction. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I really like that one. And what are the cast member costumes for Tron? Well, they're like the black suits with the, the blue... Like the blue stripes. Cool, like, cool. 
Yeah. Are there any like lighting effects on them or anything? Like, do they glow in the dark? Or I didn't see any, so I'm not sure. All right. Yeah. What did so? What did you do next? Where did you go next? Well, we ate. That's what we did. We need to eat by this point. Was this in the pirate land, or did you eat at a different restaurant? Uh, we ate in pirates, like at okay. the Barbosa's Bounty or something like that. All right, that's where we ate. um, The the ribs. Yeah, that's where we ate. It was really good. Then we actually waited. uh, After that, we waited in standby for for soaring over the horizon. Wow. Okay. How long? Okay. So, um, what land is that in first? That is over in Adventure Isle. Okay. And what is Adventure Isle like? It's it's basically Adventure Land. Yes. Okay. Adventure Land. Um, it has its own. Like big waterfall. All right, nice. Like a huge waterfall that uh, that's part of the um, like the Roaring Rapids attraction, the kind of that area. So that's kind of okay. cool. Um, yeah, uh, soaring over the horizon. It's built into the land really well. Like you can't tell that there's this huge building there, really, unless you're unless you're like really looking for it, you'll find it. But nice, because yeah, because soaring. I mean. It's a pretty big show building, right? Oh, yeah. And at first, like, when we got into the queue, it was about two hours long, but we wanted to ride it on the first day. You have to. Yeah, of course. And we're like, well, it's two hours, but, like, you know what? This is the longest wait we had all day. Let's just do it. Right now, we're in this huge, huge, huge room. Who wants to describe the room? Like a a galaxy dome? Yeah, it's kind of... Observatory? Yeah, stars, constellations. I don't know. But there's like... Uh, there's comets going by. The Milky Way? Milky, Milky Way, I guess. I know there's going to be a bunch of people correcting me later on this, but that's okay. But there's like animals in the constellations. Like there's snakes and eagles and there's shooting stars and all that. The room is really huge. <laughs> Much bigger than I thought it was going to be, actually. Beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, soaring. Um, well, it's the pretty much the same one uh, that's now happening at I think Disneyland and Disney World. They have the same. Um, I heard. I, I didn't see uh, any video or anything, but they have the same. Um, the guy, right, in the videos. Uh, no. No, it's, different guy. Okay. Uh, it's actually a woman. It's a an, woman. It's an <gasps> older woman, actually. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and yeah, uh, it goes through like Antarctica, Egypt, China, and all those places. And then the 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 ending is different here. Okay. Um, it, it, it ends in Shanghai. Nice. Like Shang- Shanghai City, not Shanghai Disneyland. Oh, so th- is there any is there any Disney references in it? Like, did you find any hidden Mickey's or anything? Well, um. At the end, when there's fireworks, they do the mm-hmm. the Mickey with the fireworks, which is kind of a call, like a throwback to the old version. Interesting. So I wonder if each city around the world, it's going to end in that city. Yeah, I'm not too sure what the American ones are like. That would be kind of cool. We got to find out. I'm sure someone listening will tell us. <laughs> yeah, please, please do if you're listening. Okay, and what's the cast costume for that? Is it close to like the American cast costumes or no, a little it's, different? Well, because the woman that was doing it was kind of like Native American kind of vibe. Okay, so okay. that's kind of what the, their costumes were. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was, it was neat. I liked it. 
Okay, so let's just go. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, so after soaring, uh-huh. did you stay in that land? No. Because you said in that same land they had another one, which is also, wow, what, what was it that you said there was? Roaring Rapids. Roaring Rapids. We didn't get to go on that because it was closed by the time okay. we got out. And I'm not too sure why it was closed. It's, a, it's opening day, so I'm sure they, you know. Things happened. Things happened. Yeah. You know, it's it's well, it's a tough day for them because, you know, it's. It's like everything's going full full thrust, right? Yeah. Well, and actually on Soaring, it broke twice on us. Like, there's no. issues twice. Well, one was when we were in the queue. Mm-hmm. So the, the queue just ended up taking longer. Okay. The other time was we were actually on the ride itself and it froze. Okay, but that's actually a really good experience and, and a, a good thing to talk about for the listeners. What what happens when the attraction um, freezes? Uh, do you get taken out and then they give you like um, a pass to come back later? What what happens? What is the what is the scenario for you? Um, so this happened a few times on the trip with different attractions, and every mm-hmm. time it was different. Okay. So, uh, but for soaring, we were already on the attraction. And it froze, and we were actually up there for a good five minutes, just sitting there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. And then, and then we were finally brought down, and they said some stuff in Mandarin. No one explained to us in English. Oh. But then, about maybe another five minutes after that, it restarted, and it went fine after that. Okay, so they they were able to restart it, so you still got your your full experience. Okay, that's yeah. great. Um, on our last day. We got into queue for Roaring Rapids, and we were in that line for two and a half hours. We got near the front, and the attraction broke down. No. So you were in their inner... So, like, the way it works here is if you're in that inner queue, you usually get the pass. So what happens yeah. here? So I don't know if, it, if this is just because it was the grand opening and they didn't want to do it yet mm-hmm. or what, but they didn't give us anything. But when we asked the the cast member she spoke english she told Mm -hmm. us go to the guest services and they'll give you just tell them what happened with roaring rapids and they'll give you a fast pass for another attraction so you had to you had to take an extra step okay yeah so we went there and we got a fast pass for tron okay all right so it wasn't it wasn't all bad all right yeah and and there's still you know i'm sure they're still working at working things out working out a system and everything okay cool okay so after soaring you said you went somewhere else where did you go um, after that, by this point, we're, we're all like so tired. And I'm sure like overwhelmed too, right? Yeah, it's like we don't know where to go. We don't, like we don't know the walkways and all this kind of stuff yet. Um, after that, I believe we ate. Yeah, we, we ate. We went to Pinocchio's, uh, the one of the, Pinoc- the Pinocchio restaurant in Fantasyland is what we did. Okay, and what what is that restaurant like? What is the theming? What is the the, the food? What, what, what do they have there? I'm trying to think... In terms of Tokyo, I don't think we have anything that's similar in Tokyo. But um, I, I've seen this layout before in Hong Kong where mm-hmm. you go into the restaurant and there's different counters that have different food. Yes, so, so that's depending, right. So depending on what type of food you want, that's the counter you go to. Oh, that's such a pain in the butt sometimes. Yeah. If you're be. like with a group of people and you all want different things. Yeah. So um, yeah. I opted for the Mickey-shaped pizza, actually. That's so cute. Yeah. I got the mozzarella and tomato. It was really tasty. It had some kind of... Uh, it had vinaigrette on it as well. Oh, sounds so good. It was really tasty. Um, oh, oddly enough, and mm-hmm. 
They don't serve Coke products. Oh, what? 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 They serve Pepsi. Oh, okay, so they still have soda pop. But yeah, but, but they serve Pepsi. It's so strange. It's so weird. So is it only in in Hong Kong? Do they have Coke products? They do, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder I, why. I, I looked this up, and it's because Coke just doesn't have a presence in China. Oh, so okay. they went with Pepsi because that's all. Interesting. That, that's all that's there. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's. That's a weird thing to get used to is the Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the whole Pinocchio restaurant. Uh it's counter service. The inside is not too fan like it's nice, but it's nothing great. Like it's so just like It's not it, like the Pirates counter service. No, no, no. It's not as detailed as that. It, like, you know, there's paintings on the wall of Pinocchio and, you know, Pleasure Island and all that kind of stuff and it's mainly meant for you go there and you eat, you leave. Okay. All right. So you're in Fantasyland after you eat. Did you did you do a Fantasyland attraction next? or? We wanted to do the maze, the Alice in Wonderland maze, mm-hmm. but that was closed. Again, not too sure why. Okay. Um, we did end up doing the boats, though, the boat ride. For the castle? Yeah. And what was that like? Uh the boats were really nice. Like they had like nice LED effects and stuff. Uh, the different characters, like the statues that you kind of go by, mm-hmm. they were okay. Like there weren't anything special. It was, it was kind it, of like, like the the storybook Canal at Disneyland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or? Yeah, it was like that. Okay. So it it was it was nice. Like it wasn't anything spectacular. Like something um, relaxing to do. Yeah, with when like you have time, small children or whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the end, you actually go underneath the castle. Nice. Like you go into like this like kind of moat area, and then in there they kind of do all this whole projection mapping thing, kind of similar to what Jungle Cruise does at Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, interesting. So, they, so yeah, they kind of do that. So that that was pretty cool to see. All right. Yeah, I like that one actually quite a bit. <laughs> that sounds really nice. mm Hmm. And then that's kind of it for Fantasyland. Uh, the mine train cars, I never got to ride. But you've done it in the States or? No. I left it for the last day. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? What? It broke down when I was in the queue. Like oh. I was near the front and it was near, like it was 930. And yeah. the park closed at 10. Yeah. And I thought, well, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be able to ride it because I leave the next day kind of thing. Yeah. But... That's that's something I can provide, like do next time, I guess. I'm telling you, you, you have to go back. You have to go back for sure. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's always hard, you know, and, and they're going to add more things too. So for sure, you have to have a revenge trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely need one of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay, wait. So, okay. So this is day one, right? Yeah. And and so you ended there or, or what? Uh, no, there's still the fireworks show. The fireworks. Okay, yeah. So, okay, these, I'm imagining they're spectacular. Because in Hong Kong, the people freaking love the fireworks. <laughs> I was kind of mixed on the show. Really? A bit. Yeah. Uh, well, first, like, uh, since it was the first time seeing the show, I had no idea where to stand. Like, uh. like where should, like, do I stand in the garden? Because the garden is, like... I'm serious. The garden is huge. There's so many walkways and places mm-hmm. to like to sit or like yeah. to, to stand that none of us really want to f- figure that out. Plus, there's a lot of people. So we're like, well, let's just go to Mickey Avenue. So we 
stood at the end of Mickey Avenue. We're pretty far back from the castle. Okay. But we got a pretty good view from there, so it wasn't all that bad. The fireworks were really like they were they're they're well done. Um I would say they're nowhere near as good as Disney Dreams in Disneyland Paris or Wishes at Magic Kingdom. Okay. Uh, but they're definitely better than the Once Upon a Time fireworks. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Our fireworks here are terrible. You know, really the, well, the thing is, it, we don't have the... We're so close to the city. So they... And, and I, I imagine that's they have so much space around the park. So they can really go all out, right? In in Shanghai. Yeah, they're, like, the fireworks are good. Um, it was essentially a projection show on the castle. So you know, that's kind okay. of the, the standard now. That style, um, yeah, that they're doing. They had a big, like a huge mixture of like classic Disney movies, and then they also had a segment for Star Wars. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so they had like uh, BB-8 going uh-huh. across, uh-huh. and they had like the uh, um, the uh, uh, Millennium Falcon, all that oh, stuff. So that's pretty cool. My son would freak out. Um, I didn't notice this the first night because we were too far back, but I guess if you're closer up, they actually have like a water show that's happening at the same time. Nice. So it it might be better to watch closer to the front of the castle. Yeah, definitely. I wonder. So you maybe have like an idea. How long would you wait to see the fireworks to get a good view? Would you say? 45 minutes to half an hour, I would say. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. bad. Yeah. Um, And then after the main fireworks show, uh, they have... Um, I'm, I'm not sure how long they're doing this, but they did it every night we were there. They had a shorter fireworks show that had, I'm guessing it's some sort of traditional Chinese song. I'm not too sure. But it was like this really beautiful song. And they had like these like kind of like, you know, different Chinese floral patterns and stuff lighting up the castle and like different like different light combinations and fireworks and stuff. It was really pretty. That sounds lovely. It was really nice. It was like... It, we aren't going to see this anywhere else. Like this is like this is Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought mm-hmm. that was that was really nice. That was a really nice touch. I really like that. Oh, great. Oh, I forgot to talk about the Mickey's Express or Storybook Express parade. Their their day parade. Yes, that and the the daytime castle show. The castle show did not start until the day I left. No. Yeah. It... Oh my gosh! Why? I'm not too sure. It just it wasn't happening during the grand opening. It hap- it started up the Sunday, which is the day I left. Oh man! But uh, for the show, yeah, or sorry, the the parade, mm. the uh, the uh, parade route starts in Fantasyland. Okay, it goes all the way down and then kind of goes back up into Fantasyland. Okay, but it's like a really long route because this park is really spread out. But that's really good because it gives you better opportunities to have like a good position for the parade, right? Yeah. Uh, we actually went to the very beginning of the parade in Fantasyland. Okay. It's like we like we were right up in there. Like we were like the first people to see it come out. Awesome. Which was cool. The, the song itself is pretty catchy. All the floats are kind of, they're not the greatest. And there's, you know, it's good for a first parade. Like, I wasn't expecting, you know, Tokyo Disney quality parade here. 
But they've been doing better. Like the U.S. parks have been doing better with their parades. Like I don't know. I don't like Sensational, but I like the new Walt Disney World parade. Would you say like it's in between Sensational and the new Disney World, or better than Disney World, or what? I've never seen the one at Disney World, the new one, so I can't really say. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Then I'd say it's probably it'd be lesser than that for sure. Then okay, just, so just, maybe just going like based in off between. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what would you say? Is it because the floats are small or not detailed or what? I don't know. They're just, like, kind of a mishmash because they're kind of, they're they're themed to a train. And that, to me, that seems kind of kitschy. Uh-huh. Like, okay, that's cool. But the saving grace, to me, was the whole Mulan float. Oh, what's that like? Mulan comes on this huge horse. Like, it's gigantic. And she's sitting on up top mm-hmm. with her with her battle gear on. Cool. And she's waving to everyone. And meanwhile, the music is um, the uh, theme song. Um, what's it called? Um, the song that uh, Christina Aguilera sings, um, Reflections. There we okay. go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, like that's playing. And then on the big float is like, you know, the big, the shrine or the, like, sorry, the, the temple. Mm-hmm. There's that. And then there's big drums on it that there's other performers playing these really big drums to the beat of the music. Oh, I love it when they do that. It's so cool. Yeah, it had like this really big, grand, epic kind of feel to it. And that by far was the best part of the parade. Everything else was just okay. This one, this was fantastic. How's the length of the parade? Um, It was about 15 minutes. And how um, how long would you say you should get there before the parade starts? Um, well, since the parade route is really long, mm-hmm. like... You, you can almost just kind of walk up and watch okay. it. It's fine. Um, like if you were just to walk up, you probably wouldn't get, you definitely wouldn't get front row, but you wouldn't get a bad spot. And is there like a sitting area and a standing area or just free for all or what? It's all standing. All standing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All standing. Uh, and that's all for the shows that I saw. I didn't get to see the other ones. I didn't get to see the Tarzan show either. Okay. Unfortunately. I wish I did, but it just didn't work out. All right, and um, so we talked about we talked about Tomorrowland, we talked about the adventure esque land, the Pirates Cove. Um, what about Fantasyland? Like, what were your thoughts overall about Fantasyland, the design and everything? Like the the area around the castle is really nice because it all blends in really well with mm-hmm. the enchanted storybook castle. Uh, but then there's stuff in the back that you know it's it's nice, but it doesn't really blend into the like with the castle i guess because there's like this big like kind of like lake in like in between like that's where the uh the boat is right the the boat attraction so they're just kind of like out there in the back which you know it's not a bad thing but it's not as well themed as the stuff that's near the front okay and by the castle um so it's it's what kind of like what kind of vibe does it have like a, like a castle vibe or like a... It has like a village vibe village okay that kind of vibe okay got yeah, it yeah so it kind of feels like if you're walking down the street yeah you could either see Anna and Elsa could show up easily and not be out of place nice Can't, like Rapunzel could show up and not be out of place Peter Pan could want, run by and be fine and um like Pinocchio could show up like it just mm-hmm. felt like. It is fantasy land, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so village style fantasy land. And um, 
so are those all the lands? So Fantasyland, Pirates Cove, Adventure Isle, uh, Tre- Tomorrowland, Gardens of Imagination. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, so what was that like? The Gardens the, of Imagination. Oh, that, that the that's big park the, area. Yeah, that's the area in front of the castle. Are there lots of trees? Are there oh, yeah, like tons okay. of trees? Um, they're not all grown in yet, mm-hmm. so they kind of look a little at a place right now. But I, like once they grow in, they're going to look beautiful. Great. And there, like, there's a lot of water. There's a lot of places just just to sit and relax, which, which is really nice. Which you um, always need, right? <laughs> After oh, yeah. a long day at Disney. <laughs> Going back to Fantasyland for a second, I, mm-hmm. I forgot. I, I also wrote uh, Peter Pan. Oh, how's the Peter Pan there? Essentially, they take the old Peter Pan and update it. Okay. So there's like there's projection mapping and all that kind of stuff. It's nice. It is definitely worth going on. Okay, so Peter Pan is a must do. A must do. Awesome, awesome. And you okay? So did you also ride Pooh's Honey Hunt? How would you compare it to Tokyo's? Is it the same? Is it what? I never actually got to ride that one. I, I skipped it. <laughs> okay, okay. Because it looked like um, like the same as ours, pretty much. I, I didn't see a lot of video. I saw like a beginning of a video, and then I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. No, I never okay. went on it unfortunately all right all right cool and are those are those all the lands then yep how how much time do you think it would take to see the park overall like how many days honestly i'd say probably two would be pushing it three is probably comfortable okay four if you want to really take your time because they do have a lot of they have a lot of shows they have a lot of attractions and everything so there's a lot to do here like i was really surprised like after these three days, well, I guess it was kind of like two and a half days because the first day wasn't a full day, but I missed so much and like I really didn't get to explore Disney Town all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's also the uh, the Lion King show, and then you have all the stuff at the hotels. That's as right, well. like two yeah. official hotels. Like there's a lot to do here, like much more than Hong Kong for sure. Like, Hong Kong, you can easily do it one day if you're really vigilant. But two, like, Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland, two at the most. And then with Tokyo Disney Resort, like, we tell people, like, four days is, like, the ideal. Right. And for Shanghai, like, three days, I would say, if you want to, like, be able to hopefully do everything. But four would probably be more relaxed, I So would you say. could just, like, enjoy, you know. Enjoy okay. everything, yeah. Like, there's so much to do. It's ridiculous. Uh, like, as for food... That's right. Okay, so we have... Of course, we have to talk about food. Okay, so um, what else did you try, Chris? Like, how are the snacks? Um, how are How's the dining? How's the snacks? How's the, how's the sweets? I saw some, some really cute Donald popsicles, which I really wish we had here. A lot of the snack carts were closed. Okay, because they're, they're probably like getting okay. They're probably like, like getting started. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't ready. Like there, there's the bakery and stuff, but I never went into that, um, right. which, which I should have. But I, I don't know. It slipped my mind. But like they had like um, Mickey pretzels, uh, hot dogs. The only popcorn I ever saw was caramel popcorn. That was it. So it's it's kind of like closer to the U.S. parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then then obviously the turkey leg. Yeah. Cotton candy? I didn't see cotton candy. Oh, interesting. Because they have it at Hong Kong. For, well, for dining, um, I already like, explained I went to Pinocchio, went to Barbosa's, 
we also went to the Stargazer Grill in Tomorrowland. What's that? Uh, it's a counter service restaurant. It's essentially burgers is what okay. it is. Um, I had the barbecue pulled pork burger there. Oh, this sounds so, so good. good. It was actually really good. I was really surprised. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it has fried chicken there as well. You love your fried chicken, Chris. I know. I didn't have it, but one of my friends did, and she said it tastes like KFC. <laughs> is this a good or bad? <laughs> uh, for her, I think it was good. Okay, was good, 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 good. <laughs> um, uh, there's also uh, the Wandering Moon Tea House, and it's this beautiful like Chinese building, right? Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you think like you think of when you think of China. Wow. Okay. Cool. So it's described as, well, enjoy traditional Chinese regional dishes in a restaurant inspired by China's w- wandering poets. Nice. Out of all the counter service restaurants, uh-huh. I, I would say that one's the most beautiful. Oh, like, wow. Going in there, and especially at night, like it's really like it's wide open. There's all these different rooms that are like themed to different uh I guess poets, as the map says here. Mm-hmm. So there's like one room that says river, another room that says I think like grass or field or something, and like all the decor is like themed to that. Yeah. And there's big, big windows so you can see outside, and from from the one room you can see, you have a perfect view of the castle from inside the restaurant. Oh, it sounds amazing. It's beautiful, and the food is really good. Um, it's traditional, like well quote-unquote traditional chinese food mm-hmm. so if you're a picky eater you're probably not going to want to eat there so they have like an, a noodle bowl they have pork belly um the pork belly i had and it was delicious i loved it, it was i was so about good. to say chinese food is really good and they have a lot of variety there's got to be something even for picky eaters yeah um and the good thing with all the restaurants they have menus outside in english so you can easily see what you want to eat <laughs> great so ordering is really easy super easy yeah um and we did do one table service we went well the only table service in the park actually um is the um royal banquet hall which is the character dining nice is that where was that located in the castle or in the castle okay you get to cool. eat in the castle which is really nice and what kind of characters show up there um, you get Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy. Beautiful. And they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we did the the dinner, and it's like a fixed. Well, it's a fixed menu, but you pick your your appetizer, your entree, and your dessert. Okay. So that was really good. Uh, and how how are the prices for dining? I get really confused with the won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to say four hundred some won a person. Which is like forty some dollars, I think forty fifty dollars. So for character dining, pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, like it's standard. And uh, like, Disney I prices. mean, well, no, like, and even a little low because the U.S. parks is like crazy now for dinner. Yeah, it would be more, right? Yeah. Okay, not bad. And um, okay, I gotta ask, what do you think of the character designs? I like them. I don't. You like them? I yeah, I have no problems with them. A lot of people seem to. <laughs> I I don't know. It, I th- I think they look a little like I think Mickey and Minnie look a little fakey. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that, but I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I like it. I think it's fine. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I like the costumes, though. I like their costumes. Yeah, they're really nice. Um, like so the 
the decor inside the uh, Royal Banquet Hall. Mm-hmm. Really elegant. Um, there's five theme rooms. And there's like Cinderella, Mulan, Princess Tiana, and Snow White, and one other princess. So it sounds pretty big. Oh, it's... Yeah, the it was pretty huge. So with a restaurant that big, I always have to ask... Um, how is the the sound? Is it noisy? Is it is it? Uh, the room like we were in the Princess Tiana room. Yeah, it wasn't very noisy and uh, it wasn't full either. It was about half full. Okay, but like it was like a kind of a self contained room. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't really no. Uh, so it's noisy. a little better than like if it was like the yeah. main room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Cool. Uh, possibly it has the nicest toilets. <laughs> <laughs> The to- like ni- nicest restrooms, I guess, in the park. Okay, all which right. Which is really nice. <laughs> okay, and restrooms. Okay, uh, w- w- wait, we should finish with dining first. Well, yeah, that's it for in the parks for now. Okay, so yeah. okay, let's talk about restrooms, restrooms. because, um, as you know, in Japan, uh, I think I don't think we have the tradition the the old toilets anymore. We used to have. Some of the older style toilets, and I think those were gone with Mickey Mouse reviews. So I don't think we have them anymore. The ones on the floor, the how squat are the toilets? Yes. How are the toilets in China? Are are they are they like Western toilets? Are they different? Are they like European style? Like what kind of toilets are they? There's both. There's the squatting toilets, and there's also the Western style toilets. But okay. there's there's more squatting than there is Western. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is always a concern for me. I was... So there's, it's like, um, I guess four to one is the ratio. Man. Yeah, so yeah, for every four squat toilets, there's one Western toilet. Like whenever I had to use the restroom, I never had a problem getting uh, yeah. a Western toilet. Because, okay, okay. I was, Cause I was about to say, you've never been to women's, like even in Japan where you're like, oh, Japan's so clean and everything. No. You have not been to the women's toilets during like peak times, even in like a nice department store. It gets disgusting in the squat <laughs> toilet area. It's like people miss. I don't know. So I, I hate I hate the squat toilets. <laughs> it's terrible. All right. Okay. Good. Good to know. Good to know. And. We should start moving towards merch. Merchandise. Yes. Merchandise. Okay, so before we get to stores, do they have balloons? Yes, they have balloons. <gasps> do they have the light up balloons? Uh, I don't recall seeing light up balloons. I freaking but love the, balloons. There are balloons for sure. There definitely are balloons. What kind of balloons do they have? Like Mickey uh, style, Shanghai Disneyland grand opening? Like what, what kind of designs are uh, they? I didn't really pay much attention, but uh, from the ones I did see, it was just like the the standard Mickey Mouse balloons. Of course, classic. Okay, I can see. I can see that. That's a good move. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. Um, as for merchandise, there was a lot of, um, well, a lot of grand opening merchandise. and anything, Of course. Anything you can think of, they had. So they had Mickey ears. They had t-shirts. They had bags. They had wallets. They had watches. They had, sh- I already said shirts. Uh, they had golf shirts, they had dresses, they had plushes with that said grand opening, they had keychains, they had puzzles, they had, uh, oh my god, they, had, they even had a Duffy costume that said the grand opening on it. Awesome. Um, they have all the like different plushes, like Chip and Dale and all that. And a lot of these were selling out um, as the day went on, especially the pins. They had um, 
grand opening pins. Yeah. And those would sell out really quickly. And if you're lucky, you can find it at a different store that was like out of the way. Uh huh. Inside the park. Yeah. And so sometimes they'll pop up there. And some of our my friends were kind of running around looking for these pins. And, <laughs> like gathering them. And yeah, we ended up finding them. So that was pretty, that was fun. There's a lot of Shanghai Disneyland specific merchandise that says on it like Shanghai Disney Resort, Shanghai Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So uh, the merchandise um, is more similar to the U.S. Uh, merchandise, I would say. Okay, kind of like like Hong Kong Disney. Yeah. Meaning. Okay. Yeah. So it's nothing like what we have here in Tokyo. All right. And speaking of merchandise and shopping, I know Hong Kong. Um, if you have like the annual pass, you get a discount like the American parks. Um, does Shanghai Disneyland even have an annual pass yet or no? no? Not no yet. Annual pass, no. Okay. What I bought for myself, I bought a Shanghai Disneyland t-shirt that says grand opening June 16, 2016. I had to have that. You have to, of course. Um, and I bought myself a Shanghai Disneyland hotel leather passport holder. Nice. This is really nice. I'll, I'll, I have pictures. Of, and I also got myself a leather keychain mm-hmm. and I got a grand opening keychain as well. Beautiful. Um, yeah, there's tons of merchandise. Like, if there's something you like, it, they're going to have it. So, like, is there anything that screamed like Shanghai to you that you wouldn't see at any other park? Um,. Unfortunately, no. It's like it would it would just say like Shanghai Disneyland on it. Okay, okay. So, so nothing like really like Shanghai like traditional style outfits for the character plushies or anything like that. No, I didn't see any of that. Okay, so we'll probably see like more towards like when it's traditional holidays. Times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, the, so overall the merchandise is, I guess, uh, on par with what the U.S. parks are. Nice. Okay. I would say interesting. Yeah. We've done merch, we've done food, we've done show, shows and parades. What about character greetings? I know a lot of people are interested in, in meeting the characters. What what kind of characters are in the parks? So I never saw any wandering characters. Because, you know, at in Tokyo, we'll have, like, Wendy and Peter Pan will roam through Fantasyland. Right. Or, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that at the park. But there's, like, specific areas where the characters will go. And, okay. like stand there and do like the their meet and greet so there's a couple of places in and around mickey avenue uh i saw pluto right in the middle of mickey avenue because there's like a little grassy area and then i saw captain hook over there as well mm-hmm. daisy duck donald duck uh mickey mouse actually has his own building nice yeah that is to the left of uh the gardens of imagination that makes sense. Okay. And, and actually, this building is actually really cool. So you go into the building, mm-hmm. and there, there's a queue, um, and there's, like, nice little screens everywhere, and, like, these little effects happen. And then once you go into the inner queue, there's this, like, little like, circular room that has paintings of all the castles from around the world. Wow. Cool. And they, and they, ha- and they have different characters in front of them. So like there's a, there's the Hong Kong Disneyland and has Chippendale and their like Hong Kong outfits, um, and I think Pluto is the one in front of the one for Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, all like right. It, it, it was really nice 
and you know, they, there's a there's a little plaque on the bottom saying like which park it was and everything mm-hmm. is really cool. And then you finally get to go in and you, and you get to meet Mickey. And then besides the the traditional characters, there's also uh, the Star Wars characters in the Star Wars Bay area. Nice. So, like, are we talking about, like, old school characters, new characters? What kind of Star Wars characters can you meet? There's Kylo Ren. Wow. Is he very tall? Very tall, and he only spoke Mandarin. Oh, my God. That's so so interesting. And he, he, like, he was saying something to me. Yeah, and I like I, I had no idea what he was saying, and then he was like he was ma- like making these like angry gestures for telling me to stand in a certain spot. Oh, <laughs> I he, thought that was funny. He was like using the force to move you around. <laughs> um, there and and in Tomorrowland, uh, the stormtroopers and one of the Imperial guards or whatever, um, they roam around Tomorrowland and they have like a little spot uh, by Tron where they'll kind of like hang around yeah and they they speak mandarin only oh, in mandarin neat. that i heard yeah and then there's also in the marvel area yeah um there's captain america and also spider-man what oh yeah. man we gotta yeah. go to shanghai my son's gonna kill me if we don't go every character that you can imagine like if you have like traditional disney characters that you like they're there if you love Star Wars, they're there. Marvel, they're there. Princesses, they're there. It's interesting because, like, it has, like, a lot of, like, um, it's very boy-friendly in yeah. some ways, you know? Like, uh, like it, so for Tokyo Disneyland, we don't have Star Wars. We don't have Marvel characters. We have a lot of princesses, you know, which is cool. But it's nice to have, like, a little bit more, like, different kind of genres, you know? There's such a huge variety of characters in the park, which is which is really nice. I really yeah. like, I like that. I do and too. That sounds good. Essentially, with a park of this size, it's just nice to have all these different options available. And um, a couple more questions, and I, I think maybe these uh, you might not have information on, and that's totally cool if you don't. But um, do you know anything about, like, for guests with disabilities or guests with kids, any services like uh, stroller rental or wheelchair rental or there's, like, um, like a guest assistance card or anything like that, like how that would work? Because or... um, I, I, saw... I don't know if anybody was in your party that maybe was using those services, so. Uh, no, there wasn't. But I did see people in wheelchairs and strollers as well, so there's a place to get all that stuff. Okay. And unlike Tokyo Disney, their English website is pretty good. So I would just go on there and check it out. Awesome. Perfect. What did we talk about in the park? So we talked about, well, we talked about the grand opening. You know, yes. it, it was, long story short, it was uneventful, I guess is the best way to put it. Like all the really grand stuff happened without us there. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess kind of makes sense. They're, they want to record it. It's going to be aired on TV, all that stuff. So I'm surprised they didn't do like a dedication ceremony at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure what happened there. But either way, it was still a lot of fun. Of course, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an, it's an exciting time, you know, to kind of like wrap things up. What were your overall thoughts? And then I want you to talk about, um, because there's a lot of controversy with this park like in the news like um the air quality um like uh, the news stories breaking out of kids going to the bathroom in the 
gardens and all this kind of stuff like did you see any of that um like what what when you're there in person like is it as bad as it sounds or is it totally fine and it's a couple of people that they people just took notice of or like what what happened with there like queuing all those things uh, <laughs> I I, I kind of touch on this on the the article that I wrote. Okay. So first off, I just want to preface this with when we go to like, to China and to you know to Disneyland here, we have to remember that we are guests in their country, and they're going to have things that they do differently than we do, obviously. And some of those things we're not going to agree with, or we're not going to find very pleasant or whatever right because that's not how our culture is back home from you know from canada u.s or you know wherever you came from there's going to be stuff that you just don't agree with and you kind of just have to take it in stride because you are a guest in a different country and the, the cultures are a little bit different so with that said there there was most of the stuff that people talked about i did see I guess one being like people standing standing in the flower beds and stuff. Unfortunately, yes, I did see that happen. Um, but that was only during the fireworks show. And that was... I don't know if it was because it was super crowded or, or what. But uh, we were in the Gardens of Imagination and... There was tons of people everywhere. Like, it, like we could not move from where we were. And there was people climbing over the, the rails and standing on, like, the grassy areas where you're not supposed to stand. Like, there's flowers there. You know, like, it's like it's well manicured, right? There was probably, I don't know, 20-some people standing there. Like, standing and sitting on there. And I kind of thought, well, you shouldn't really be doing that. That's what the fence is for. Okay. Like, yeah. like that 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 bothered me a, a little bit. It was like a fenced off area cuz I've seen people like at Disney World sometimes like on the grassy areas too, but I think usually it's not like fenced off areas. Yeah, so people were doing that. Um but I like I'm not too sure if that is because it was just really crowded and people just want to get out of it or what. I don't know. I like I didn't ask anyone. I mean, it could just be a culture difference, you know. Yeah. Um well, one thing that I don't think is really acceptable in any culture is people got into full-on fist fights. What? Okay, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> there was uh, one instance where two guests got into a fist fight. It was between a man and a woman. The what? woman started. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. It <laughs> was between know. a man and a woman. I don't know what was going. Who I just, won? Uh, the woman. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, the woman started like punching the guy in the face oh and everything. My it was God. just like, like I don't like I I did not see what happened. Like he could have grabbed her or something. I don't know. I really don't know. So. What? Ha- oh oh. Well, so was there security? Yeah, or- yeah. Okay. Security was there really quick to break it up, and they took them away, and no one else was hurt. So that it was. I was glad that that was taken care of rather quickly. What land was this in? Uh this was actually in the security line. Okay. Wow. Weird. Yeah, that that was weird. But I'm like I'm sure fights break out in other places too. It's not going to be unique to, to China and what what in any shape or form. I've never seen a fight at a Disney park. Um, well, definitely not here. <laughs> like that, I I don't think that would really. It could be very rare if it was to happen here. 
Um, as for the other parks, I really don't know. I've never seen it either, so I, I don't know. But I'm guessing it could happen. It sounded very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it probably happens, though. Like, yeah. Because, you know, especially, like, at places like, you know, like, f- for food and wine, I can totally see it happening. Because people get, like, a little, a little out of control during those kind of events sometimes. Or New Year's. New Year's is so crowded at, um, like, like Disney, particularly Epcot. So okay. there was that. Um, there was another fist fight that happened. Wait, in, so, in okay. The, you saw, it, wait, how many fist fights did you see before you go okay, any well, further? Well, the first one I explained, I saw. The second one my friend saw. I wasn't there for it. Okay. But it happened in the Tron queue. And you know how queues will kind of zigzag? Yeah. Well, I guess these two guys were fighting like right in the middle. What? And I guess one of them ended up bleeding. <laughs> oh my god! And it took security a little bit longer to get there because it's in a queue. Well, it's a, in a queue that's full, so people are like trying to get out of the way, and then security's trying to get in. So like, I guess so, it was it was like this whole ordeal. So there's no like push system in. So like for like let's say Tokyo Disneyland, right? I don't know if you've ever noticed, but there's like the queue, and then there's almost like a side queue for cast members to use. Do yeah. they not have that system there or what? They do, but um, I wasn't there to see the see how it all went down, so I'm not okay. 100% sure where it was in the queue exactly. But yeah, there there are like the, the push system to get through it really quickly if you need to. Okay. Another thing, uh, there was uh, garbage left in a lot of places, especially after shows. Like there yeah. was a lot of like garbage just left everywhere, which, you know... That coming happens. from yeah. coming from Japan, here it's very rare. It's very rare. So like seeing that, I'm kind of like, oh, like can you guys clean a little bit? But yeah. I understand it's kind of a cultural thing, and I learned something, and I don't know oh. um, how true it is, but I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure. Like I got it from a pretty reputable source, so yeah. I, I trust them. I guess cleaning up in front of people is considered rude. Oh, like and a class co- thing maybe. Yeah, so if like let's say I, I was that. like let's say I was to like put my trash on the ground, I don't want someone cleaning it up. Like I don't want to see it being cleaned up. So if I'm there, I don't want to see it. What? So so, so the the trash will sit there for a bit until the person leaves and then maybe they'll clean it up after. So that's kind of oh. how that's that was my understanding. Really? So that's, so that's why you see trash around so much sometimes, especially in the queues. Like, there was trash in the queues. And even though there was garbage cans, like, there's, like, places where stuff would, like, bottles were left and, like, bags of popcorn or whatever. Yeah. So I guess, like, again, it kind of goes back to, like, this cultural uh, thing. I don't know. But, okay, so there's culture and then there's also, like, the company branding culture, right? Yeah, so so I think at some point the company culture has to take priority for some things, right? Yeah, because so if I'm, your I'm, park I'm not... if your park looks filthy, that looks bad on the company. Yeah, I think. So I'm not too sure what's going to happen with that. Like with the yeah. like with the trash thing and the queues. I guess that's a little bit harder, especially if the queue's full. You're not going to have someone going through it, cleaning it constantly. Yeah, like, you I could... are because they do that here. They do that at Tokyo Disneyland. You go through the well, queue like... and you're constantly cleaning it. Like, it's not like the, the queues were completely filthy. Like, it was, like, a couple instances where I saw it, and that was it. Okay. Like I, so, it wasn't like it was, com- like, it wasn't like it was filthy everywhere. Like, the, 
That's definitely not what I was saying. It's okay. Just, I, okay. I, I did notice it in some places. All right. Which I'm like, you know what? It happens. Whatever. Um, and then after shows, um, there like there is like you know maps and stuff, whatever on the ground. But I saw cast members start cleaning it right away because everyone gets up and leaves. Okay, that's good. So if you know if if it is a cultural thing where you know watching someone clean up after like cleaning up your mess is considered rude well if everyone's getting up and leaving anyway it doesn't matter okay cast members can get in there and start cleaning right away so like you know I, I see people posting pictures on social media social media and stuff like oh look at all this trash like yeah but that was there for maybe five minutes if that and then it was cleaned up it's not as bad as people are making it out to be okay so you thought that was overblown a little bit yeah but there are some like there was a couple times I saw stuff I'm like okay well that should be cleaned up, okay. But you know, it wasn't that often. Like it's not like I was going through the park. I'm like oh my goodness it's filthy everywhere. No no it definitely definitely wasn't not like that at all. Okay cool. The whole thing with children using the washroom, I did see a couple times. Now this I this is kind of touchy I guess I don't know like I don't like for me I'm not a parent so I don't know. Uh-huh. But like there was um it was it was really strange. We were in the queue for Roaring Rapids. Uh-huh. And like it was a two and a half hour queue. We're like deep in the queue and it's just like I looked over and this this mother was holding her son as he was squatting over a a plastic bag that the grandma was holding and he was doing his business into the plastic bag. Oh, well, they were at least using a plastic bag. Yeah, so I kind of, like, it caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what they're doing. Okay. I mean, it's not on the ground or anything. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Yeah. Definitely, no, definitely not, no. Okay. But, like, you know, like some people are going to think, oh, that's disgusting. Okay, yeah, granted, like, maybe they should have taken the kid to the bathroom, but there was a whole bunch of things that were happening. We're in a queue that is, like, we're well into the queue. The kid looked like they no, were five. Okay. Like, the kid, like the kid looked like, no, 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 let me finish. The kid looked like they were five or six, so maybe the kid just had to go all of a sudden. No, Chris. Okay, let me tell you. It's a culture thing. Because I've been in queues before with Kai, and I have not pulled out a little baggie for him to go. But that's fine. That's the culture. That's the thing. That's fine. It wasn't on the ground, which, you know, would be a sanitary issue. If it's in the little baggie, I guess it's, it's it's just the culture. It's fine, but you know, like, um, yeah. But no, that's not. Yeah, no, it's not like a, you can't leave the line or anything. You know what I mean? Well, I was like, I wasn't trying to justify what they yeah. were doing. I'm just no, saying. Like, I mean, like, like you, the, these are the things that could have led up to it. Like, I don't know. I wasn't watching. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. All. So it but happened. Whatever. Yeah. I like. And like they they were polite about it too. Like they 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 told us to like walk around them because they they kind of like went into like the corner, kind of to like get out of the way of yeah. everyone. So it's not like they just like just did it right there and didn't give it. Exactly, they, it wasn't like in, a, it wasn't like in know. the in the garden or anything, you know. Okay. Yeah, like so it's so if people were thinking like that's what was happening, like people were doing it in the garden and all that. Yeah, I yeah. did not see that. That's not what happened. Okay. So. So it's that's also like really overblown. I think because yeah. I think a lot of people are curious about this, so it's good to have like a firsthand um, account of what like what the reality is. Yeah, and as for like, um, I didn't see anyone doing number one anywhere, but I don't know. Like I, I've heard people saw it, but I don't know. I I, I, didn't, I never saw it firsthand, so I don't know. Okay, I really and don't. I know um, 
I know they had shut down like factories so the air quality would be fairly clean. How how was the air quality for you when you were there? The first day was very smoggy, actually, but it was also raining too. Like it was okay. a cloudy day to begin with, and it was. I could tell there was smog in the air. Yeah, because the the air was kind of dirty, so that, that I was like, uh, okay. But then the next two days after that were fine. Like All right. it was nice and cloud or nice and sunny, clear skies. So, but I think uh, that it was, gives it was a fine. good idea, you know. So you know that for the opening. Um, there even for the opening, there's kind of like an issue. So later, depending on the season, um, it might be good to find out what season is best for air quality because yeah, that that for the particularly for the opening, they wanted it to be as clean as possible. So that might be a concern going forward. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what other things were people were talking about in the oh. news. Smoking. Oh, smoking. That's right. Are there smoking sections? Is it like the little private rooms like we have now or what? Big open sections for smoking, like in the areas that you're supposed to smoke specifically. Okay. I saw a lot of instances where people just didn't follow that at all. All right. Um, there was people smoking in the bathroom or in the restroom, oh, wow. which I, I didn't really care for. I'm like, well, you're, like there's even signs that say don't smoke. Um, yeah. And then there, there was a guy... That was smoking by the garbage can. He was putting his ashes in the garbage can. So is that like similar to... I know like in the the Disneyland Paris, it's a little looser with smoking too. Is it similar to that or is it worse? Or like how would you compare it? I would say maybe a little worse. Okay. A little bit. Like the guy emptying the ashes into into the garbage can is not exactly safe. Right. Right. fire. So... I'm hoping they kind of address that somehow. I don't know how they would. Like, but like the other thing was too, like cast members saw it but didn't say anything. So I don't know like again, I don't know like is it a company thing or is it just because it's a cultural thing that they're like, you know, like they see it but they're not gonna say anything. Like I, I don't I really don't know. So but the like, cast members did see them smoking in areas that clearly have signs that say no smoking and they didn't say anything so right. i don't know i don't know what's going on with that okay okay so it's a it's a little little strange and it, it's also so close to it, it's the opening so i'm sure things as as things move along uh and progress that things will will they'll they'll tweak it they'll adjust things you know yeah for sure um i guess kind of touching on cast members cast members were fantastic Great. Absolutely great. fantastic. Like all smiles. They're really like they really want to help you. Um the only problems that I encountered were lang like there's some language issues. Um they're they the English ability is better than Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And that's about where it ends. Okay. So like, you know, going to Hong Kong, the, the official second language is English, so there's no problem there. Right. And of course in Paris and of, and obviously the American parks English is fine uh, Tokyo Disney Resort I would say is the worst for English ability and Shanghai mm-hmm. is not that much better I would say okay so there was like if you were to ask basic things the cast members most of them would understand what you would what you wanted but as soon as you started I guess almost deviating from the script that they were taught that's when things would break down well I mean it makes sense right 
Yeah. So just as a like, you know, for people, don't go there expecting going up to someone and they're going to completely understand you. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't make it complicated. Just, you know, make it make it easy. Like try to um, simplify whatever yeah. request you have and, and really be direct and to the point. Yeah. Don't be, you know, fancy, like using, <laughs> you know, like really fluffy words and all that kind of stuff. Like don't do any of that. Just be straight to the point and you should be okay. Um, but cast members that need to speak English will, like um, at the concierge, guest services, those places, they will have people who speak like fluent English there. So there's no issue there. Kind of, kind of like Tokyo, where, you know, those essential services, there were people that spoke English. Speaking of English, um, like, do you think there's anything available like story papers or anything like that that would explain things in English or or no? That was the one thing I forgot to do. I had it on my list. I was going to go do it, and then I completely forgot. I wanted to go to guest services and ask. Okay. And and another thing for cast members, um, how was the guest control? During the shows, like I am so used to how Tokyo is run. Like It's very organized, even with a ton of people. There's cast members everywhere telling you where to go. Mm-hmm. During the fireworks show, there was nothing. So it's like Disney World. It was like free for all. <laughs> okay. Is it like Disney World? Disney World, like basically, they're just standing around. They don't. They don't really do anything. Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess it's like that. Because yeah. I, I was kind of getting like. I get really frustrated. I'm I like, was frustrated. I'm like, <laughs> you know? oh my god! Like everyone, just please walk a certain way. Everyone's going wherever they wanted, and it was just like it was frustrating. Okay. But I think I think that's because coming from Tokyo where everything is so it's just so organized. yeah because they have to you know so they're like on top of it you know yeah, yeah. so like for me it, that that was probably one of the more frustrating things okay but if but if that's the only frustrating thing I had to encounter I don't think it's that's a bad thing I mean yeah if so if you're used to you know if you're coming from Florida it's business as usual yeah so it's not it's not going to affect you that much um so, a couple more loose ends. Uh, what about if you uh, if you're celebrating a birthday or something like that, and you go to guest relations? Do they have like the little pin badges or or what? Uh, they have buttons. Buttons. Okay, awesome. Buttons. So not stickers. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Buttons are nice. Nice little buttons. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and they have the whole uh, going back to merchandise really quick. They have uh, where you, where you can have everything shipped. Like or like, sorry, like sent to your room, or oh. you can pick it up in the front. So they have all that, and it's Love all in that. English. So really easy. Great. Um, we didn't really talk about the hotels. I actually got to stay at both hotels. That's so. right. Okay, so no, yeah, let's let's move on to the hotels. So okay, uh, which would you like to start with? Uh, Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Okay, let's start with that. Very elegant hotel. Very beautiful hotel. I wouldn't say. It's as good as the Grand Floridian or Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. It's not to that quality. Okay. But it's pretty close, I would say. It is definitely worthy of the Disneyland Hotel name, but it's not as good as like Tokyo Disneyland Hotel or the Grand Floridian. Like It's not that high. The lobby is beautiful. The courtyard is beautiful. There's like a Lion King themed courtyard for the kids to play in. Nice. Uh, there's a pool, which I never got to go in. Uh, there is a buffet that we actually got to eat at, uh, Lumiere's Kitchen. What kind of um, what kind of cuisine is it? Mainly seafood. So if you're not a seafood fan, you're not going to like it. That's really interesting. Yeah, like a lot of, like mussels, 
and sushi oh. and tuna. Like it was, it was like nice fresh seafood. I really enjoyed it. I liked it, it a lot. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, it's beautifully themed. Like it's all like obviously <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. Really nice. This seems uh, like kind of character focused, huh? Like compared to the other oh, um, Disneyland hotels. Very like very subtle, subtly themed to characters. Like you know, there's character statues and everything, but yeah. it's not like it's not like they're like it's not over in the your top. face. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like art of animation. It's like more uh, ref- it's like a little bit more refined. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Okay. Um, and then there's another restaurant, a table service restaurant called Aurora, and it's on like on the top floor. Okay. I never got to eat there, unfortunately. Um, but I'm told if you go up there during the fireworks, there's a bar that you can sit at and you can watch. It, it actually overlooks the castle, so you can see the fireworks from there. Nice. Okay, very good. Uh, there's also a small quick service restaurant in the hotel that has pastries, like little pastries, um, coffee, lattes, um, bread and like little like little sandwiches and stuff. So like if you need something for breakfast in the morning, yeah. you can easily go there. So it's kind of closer to like the American style deluxe resorts where you have your little bakery, you have um you have those little things as a part of like the resort experience, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Nice. And there there's also a lounge as well on the on the the main floor. Yeah. You can get like a nice drink. They also have uh like I think it was called the Disney Family of Wines. Oh, cool. Or something like that. So they have like wines from like Walt Disney and wines from like John Lasseter's family and uh, the George Lucas stuff. Like there's those wines were there. That's super cool. So Yeah, I thought that was really nice. Uh, the rooms themselves, we were in, uh, I think, like the lowest end room you can get kind of. And it was like a garden side view. So mm-hmm. it's like facing away from the park. All right. Um, the room is really nice. It's nothing super fancy, but it's definitely nice. Our our headboard actually had like LEDs in them, so like at like certain times, because uh, there's a Tinkerbell on one side and the castle on the other, and they start yeah. sparkling. Oh, beautiful! And then, and then the sparkles would kind of wave into the middle, and there was a, a mirror, mm-hmm. and the the glitter would like make the shape of Mickey, and then it would fade away. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's amazing! It was really cute. Um, I pretty much cleaned out the hotel room of all the stuff that I could take, like the pens yes. and the paper and the postcards and the amenities. I took all that stuff. Okay, let's talk amenities. What amenities do you get? I'm not one to really use amenities a lot at hotels, but I use the ones here. So that you, like you have your razor, mm-hmm. your toothbrush, toothpaste, um, uh, shower cap, nail file, like all, like all the stuff you would expect. Um, they do have bottled water. Because yeah. it is advised not to drink the tap water anywhere in Shanghai. In, right. I think I think most of mainland China. So there's free bottled water there for you. Mm-hmm. Like the, our room always had four. Yeah. So make sure you take those with you and use those or drink those. I rinsed my mouth out with the tap water and it was fine. Okay. Just, you're, you're told not to just don't ingest it, I guess. Like large quantities don't ingest it. So. All right. So bottled water is fine, uh, and then go, going back to the parks really quick. There's uh, water fountains in the park that are fine for drinking. Okay, that's good to know. It says it says drinking water on it. Okay, so they so, they have it like like a separate yeah. source. Okay. 
and then yeah, from the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, there's a ferry that goes from uh, that goes across the lake. That takes like if you get on the boat, it takes about ten minutes. But the boat runs; it doesn't run very frequently, so it might be faster to take the bus if you're in a hurry, or 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 if you're you know just want to take your time, then taking the ferry is nice. Okay, and there's no monorail yet. <clears throat> no. Okay. Uh, there there is a train station though. Right to take you to the the city. City, yeah. Okay. And then over at the Toy Story Hotel. It's more of a moderate, I guess, is the best way to put it. Okay. Um, it's very no frills. Like, it's it's a really nice hotel. The outside is really boxy. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's big mirrors and everything. Um, it's very kitschy in terms of it's very, well, obviously toy-centric themed because it's Toy Story. Yeah. Um, there's a quick service restaurant there. Um, there's actually a meet and greet with... Uh, Woody and Jesse there. Okay. Which is kind of cute. And then there's big statues of Woody and Buzz and all that. It's almost like, 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 it sounds like art of animation, kind of? Yeah, it's similar to that. Okay, cool. Uh, And the rooms themselves, they're very, you know, they're nice. You go there to sleep. You don't go there to, to stay and, like, stay in the room for hours on end. But those rooms, like, okay, so they're they're well themed, though, right? Because if it's like the art of animation, the rooms are actually really well uh, put together. You know, for like a like it's like in between value moderate. They call it value, but it's close to moderate price. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really nicely themed. Yeah, like the, like, like the carpet, the the drapes, the mirrors, the right? Mirrors, the all little that. coat yeah. hanger things. Like, it, so it should be like it sounds like. Like pretty nicely themed and, and and fun, you know. Even though you you go there to sleep, I think that kind of style that they're doing now, it's very whimsical, and you can still really enjoy it, you know. Yeah, in the in the elevators in both part or both uh-huh. hotels, they have uh, different characters doing like announcing the floors. Aww, so cute. Which is which is really cute, um, and it's done in both Mandarin and English. Nice. Which which is cool. If I had to choose a hotel, I would say the Shanghai one is definitely nicer. Well, but... yeah, because it's, it's the deluxe, right? Yeah. And the Toy Story one is just... It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So overall... What about Shanghai, room service? I didn't get room service. Did you look at the menu? You know you looked at the menu. Actually, I didn't. I was <gasps> so tired at the end of every day that I just... I'm like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> I just want to sleep. I don't care about anything else. I'm just going to sleep. That's all, all right. I'm gonna do. All right. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the hotels. Uh, the buses are easy to figure out. Uh, the signs are all in English. Uh, if you're if you're at one hotel really late and you need to go back to the other one, the buses stop at midnight. Ooh. So you so you will have to take a, a taxi. Okay. And that is not very expensive. I think it's like. 20 or 30 won. All right. So it's like a couple dollars. Like, it's not very expensive. And you cannot so, walk there. It's probably a bit far. You can walk, but I would advise against it. It's a little far, and it's a little confusing. Okay. Good to yeah, know. Yeah, so don't, don't walk. Don't bother walking. All right. And... Oh, the Family Mart. Okay, so what they have inside of it? Just a lot of different Chinese brands. I really didn't know. It wasn't really familiar to me. Besides the the coloring scheme and the 
the brand name of Family Mart. <laughs> and I'm almost done with my questions. Um, did you pick up any Mandarin when you were there? No. How do you say <laughs> you did? How do you say Mickey Mouse? No idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I just know uh, thank you and hello. Okay. I just shit shit and ni hao. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. That's all I know. Where can people check out your interview with uh, CBC? So I was on CBC. And for those of you that don't know what CBC is, it's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And I was invited to be on their radio show. Turns out it is a small world after all. Saskatchewan's Chris Nelgay spent the weekend at Shanghai Disneyland. That means he's now visited every Disney theme park in the world. He not only visits them, but he runs a website and podcast dedicated to Tokyo's Disney Resort. And this morning we've reached Chris in Tokyo. Good morning, Chris. Morning. Yay. It was, it was actually really cool because they, they kind of teased the tease the segment and i was kind of i was listening to it and then all of a sudden i hear your your voice what? comes on shut and up like so i was sitting there on the computer i'm like wait oh well, did i like did i do something that i start playing the podcast and it's like your voice is like and you're like welcome to the tdr now podcast the first english-speaking podcast <gasps> yeah 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 and i'm like what is, is going so on embarrassing. and then and then i realized <laughs> that it was like they they just took a clip of our podcast and put it in as the teaser Oh wow! So um, I'm, I'm irritated. Get... I don't know how many people with my voice now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm horrified. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> so um, the audio piece is going to be online, I'm sure, and I I also recorded it as well. So I will get that together so you everyone can listen to it. And and to give us a preview, what kind of things did you talk about? Well, they asked me about Shanghai, uh, of course. Um, and then they asked me, they asked me more general stuff like how I got into Disney and how we started doing the podcast and things like that. So, um, and the reason why they wanted me on the show is because it's CBC Regina, mm-hmm. which is in my home province. And I guess I'm probably the only person from that province as of right now that has visited all the Disney parks. Wow, cool. So that's kind of why, I don't know how they got wind of it, but they did and they contacted me and wanted me on the show. So I said, sure. <laughs> well, that is very neat. Yeah. And uh, there, there's also uh, an, an article they wrote up as well. So I will make sure to put link, a link to that in the notes so people can read it. Um, so yeah, overall, so I know people are going to ask this, like, is Shanghai Disneyland worth visiting? It is absolutely worth visiting. But I would wait until they work out some of the issues that they're having right now, um, mainly with attractions going down a lot. So, like, I'm sure there's like like issues that would never have come up during testing or the trial operations. Like these things are coming up now, right? Because it's real world usage. Yeah. So, so they so they don't know what's going to happen. So, um, we had a lot of attractions go down. And some of them would never come back up for the rest of the day. So I would say probably waiting six months if you can to go. But even if you do go like right away, you're still going to have a fantastic time. It's a beautiful park. Like it's it's really spacious. There's a lot of space there that is clear 
that they plan for bigger crowds in the future and for expansions. So, like, this is them kind of planning for the future, which is great. So, I don't think they're ever going to have an issue with overcrowding. Hopefully. Um, like, Pirates of the Caribbean is phenomenal. And I'm sure everyone's heard that a million times. It's a phenomenal ride. Tron is a cool ride. Soaring is pretty awesome. Uh, Peter Pan loved it. It's great. Um, the shows are really good. Um, but they're not up to par to what Tokyo Disney is. But Tokyo Disney sets the bar really high. So I'm not too surprised with that. The food is good. There's a lot of Western options. There's a lot of vegetarian options as well. They've got castle shows. Yes, and they have a castle show, which I didn't get to see, and I really hope to see it next time I go. Um, and speaking of that really quick, like the stage in front of the castle is huge. It is huge. Oh, my gosh. We never even really talked about the castle. Oh, my gosh. How did we miss this? We're terrible well, we talked people. a little bit. We talked about the attraction. Bit, Wait, is there more? Because there's an attraction. There's a restaurant. It's no, huge. It. It's a huge well, castle. They got a giant stage. Yeah, in the front there's a gigantic stage. Um, inside the castle, like if you're walking through it, um, there's like these murals of different princesses inside. And then when you look upwards, there's a big chandelier that's glowing. It's really, it's like it's really pretty. Cool. Um, but yeah, this castle is huge. Like, like when you first walk into the park, you see it. You're like, oh, you know, it's way over there. It's doesn't look that big once you get up to it you're just looking at like looking up thinking wow that is a big castle absolutely huge oh i have another question what's that club 33 i'm told there is one but i don't know where it is okay so okay you didn't see where the location was well like i saw a door Uh that said 33 or sorry an archway that said 33 on it but i don't know if that's where you go for it where where was the archway um just off of mickey avenue on the left left side oh yeah. interesting so I'm, I'm guessing that's probably where it would be okay cool all right i think i think we've we've covered everything no we've covered quite a bit actually <laughs> um in the next coming like weeks probably in the next month i'm gonna write up a planning guide for this so i'm gonna try and take all this and put it into a proper planning guide um it's not gonna be a complete planning guide because i've only visited once so, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't know yet, but I want to put what I do know down for everyone so everyone has a base to work off of and not make some of the same mistakes I did. <laughs> um, but also, not only did we get to experience Shanghai for the opening, I met so many wonderful people during this trip. Like when I when I came on this, you know, I, I was going with some friends and I was just expecting we're going to go. There's going to be like a small group of us. We're just going to experience the park. It's going to be a good time. And then we're going to come home. No, we ended up meeting all these wonderful people. And I know there's a whole bunch of you that are listening to the podcast that actually came up to me and said hello. And I thank you so much for coming up and saying hello. It was really cool to meet so many of you. There was, I want to say about 15 people total. Wow, cool. And I apologize. I don't remember everyone's names. I'm, I'm sorry. It was like it, it was a whirlwind trip. It really was. But I really appreciate everyone listening to the podcast and coming up and saying how much you love the show. Really means a lot to us. And 
it's really cool to kind of see people like listening to the show. It's really cool. Um, and I want to give a shout out to some of um, friends that I made while we're at the park. Um, so I want to say thank you to Bryson, to Sophie, Claire, Jamie, Derek, Linda, John, Asami, Tom, Sarah, and Mark. You guys made the trip absolutely fantastic. It was so much fun. And we need to do it again sometime. Like Maybe we should do a five-year reunion or something like that. Um, and everyone was from different parts of the world too. Like we, we all, some of us knew each other beforehand, but a lot of us didn't. And we just happened to meet by circumstance. And it's so strange how the world works. Sometimes (laughs) you just end up, you just end up meeting people for whatever reason. Um, like, so some, some of our friends are from the UK, some are from Australia, some are I met some people from Germany. I met some people from, um, well, obviously from America. There's people from um, Hong Kong and Japan. Like, there was just so many people that came together, which was absolutely amazing. And it just, that to me made everything that much more magical, being able to share that with all these people, all these different people, all these all these brand new friends that we have. <laughs> so much fun wow it sounds like you had an absolutely amazing time it was definitely one to remember for sure (laughs) so yeah again thank you everyone um we've been doing this for what like two and a half hours now we're just (laughs) getting up there i feel like there's probably even more that we haven't explored i i I think we we should probably end it now (laughs) I think it's a good idea. And um, if you're listening and if you have any comments, if you were there and you want to add, um, add your your own perspective, um, what you experienced, um, if you have any questions uh, for Chris about Shanghai or any questions, of course, about Tokyo Disney Resort as well, um, just, yeah, message us, guys. Message us, leave us voice message, write us a message, um, and maybe we'll read it on the air and we'll answer your questions um, or we'll read out the feedback that you send. So uh, please, please, please do that and also rate and review us on iTunes and on Stitcher and uh, like us on Facebook and all that good stuff. Chris, do you have anything you want to add? I just want to say again, thank you so much to everyone that we met at Shanghai Disneyland. It was a lot of fun. Thank you to everyone that came up and said hello. It was, it was, it was absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you guys want to plan, start planning your trip to Tokyo Disney Resort, I'm kind of segueing into this here. Oh. To, <laughs> you could find us at tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And soon we will have some more stuff on Shanghai Disneyland. So make sure you check that out. All right, guys, it is really late for us. And I think it's time to go to bed. It's time to get some rest after a long, long, but fun (laughs) four days at Shanghai Disneyland. Again, thank you so much for listening, guys. And we will talk to you very soon. Bye bye. Keep exploring. See ya.